Good evening, y'all. Once upon a time in Hollywood, Rolling Dice and Taking Names started an annual show where they rate summer movies. Working fast and furious with special guests Dan Patrice and Chris Kirkman, who aren't too far from home, these men in black spend hours researching with candles bright burning at both ends, working themselves to death. But that was yesterday, and the dead don't die. For today, they finished a dog's journey, and like Rocket Men, are ready to present to you screening, streaming, or steaming. And as a token of their appreciation, the show concludes with the fantasy movie draft, where the end game is to show who is the Lion King of monsters when it comes to picking movie hits. So get ready for the greatest showman. Oh, oh, wait, that was last year, wasn't it? Hello, and welcome to a very special episode of Rolling Dice and Taking Names. This is episode 169. It's our annual summer movie episode screening, streaming, and steaming. My name is Marty. I'm Tony. And we are honored to have once again our special guest for this episode, Although our brothers from another mother in North Carolina and wherever Dan's from, Dan Patrice from Geek All Stars. Howdy ho. And Chris Kirkman from Dice Hate Me. Hello. I'm crazy excited to be here. Unbelievable. What? So I, I should have counted this. Is this our fourth or fifth? It's at least our fourth. Uh, it's at least our fourth. No, thanks for having Hey, let's get a little bit more enthusiasm. Thanks for having us. It's <laughs> awesome. It's, it's an honor to be in the presence of such greatness as such as you guys. Oh, Lord. Here we go. Here, here we go. <laughs> Aren't you in the presence of greatness every time you record with Kirkman? Oh. That's exactly right. That's exactly oh, see, right. This guy gets it. That's good. <laughs> His rates go up every year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I add another zero to that paycheck. Hey, so do I. I'm still an intern. <laughs> Guys, this is our fifth one. Oh, no is it way. Really? I just checked it. Yeah, because I just found our, our second one was in 2015. So 2015 is second, third, fourth. Yeah. So our first one was 2014. I'm pretty sure everybody's won one except for Tony. And Marty's, right. and Marty's won <laughs> twice. That's how I remember this is fifth. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, you can't blow it this year. Yeah, it's it easy. It's a slam dunk. No, it's a slam. It's a total slam. Well, dunk that's what we thought last year. If you remember that. Yeah, but but still. And for those who have no clue what we're talking about, let me explain. <laughs> oh, by the way, hold on, Marty. What before you say this? Let me f- make sure those of you who thought we were going to come on. I mean, four media personalities who talk about board games. Some talk about them continuously during their shows. <laughs> Uh, where, where unlike our show, this show has nothing to do with board games. So if you would like to go ahead and skip to two oh, weeks away, go ahead. Oh this is pure about- movies. But go ahead, Marty. What were you going to say about the draft? That's like, you know, you know, dozens of people who listen to us, about six of them just, just said bye. Yep. And, and Tony, it's good to know that you have not listened to us in at least a year because uh, board games tend to take a back seat when we do those draft shows. Where oh, we draft like good true. movies and, and things like that. I still listen to you. Don't even go there with me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So let me explain what this is all about for those who do not know. This is something now that we know that's been going on for five years where all of us will take some movies that big movies are going to be coming out over the summer and we're going to basically talk about them and then rank them. We're going to give them one of three classifications. If we plan on going to see a movie in the theater, we'll say this is a 
screening movie for us. If we went, oh, you know what? I can wait. I can wait till it comes on Netflix or I digitally get it. Then it's streaming. Or if it's one of those things, I have zero desire to see this because it looks like a crap of poo. It's steaming. A crap of poo. I'm going to, that that should be the new title of the episode. <laughs> Hold on, crap of poo. How about a pile crap of poo? A pile of crap? Well, you should have, see, for the first few years, like I think the first three years you changed it each time. I was kind of hoping that we would change it again. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's only been two things. Oh, it has only been? Oh, okay. Yeah, but no, it's it's good that we keep it this way because Kirkman usually loses focus halfway through based on the amount of Jameson he drinks. <laughs> and he can't remember. So is it screaming, streaming? Well, which one's which? I don't care. I don't know. I don't know either. But I used to like when we had, what was it, Box Office, Red Box, and Trash, Trash Box. Yeah, that was yeah. a good one too. The thing is, Red Box is going away. I know, I know. <laughs> streaming is where it's at. It really is. But The Gen Zers are going, what the heck is, <laughs> heck is Red Box? <laughs> That's how we know we're, we're old and we've been recording forever, that, that people don't even know what Red Box is anymore. At one time, it would have been called Blockbuster. Blockbuster, that's right. Yep. <laughs> Box Office, Blockbuster. Buster or something else. I was cleaning out my desk the other day, trying to find something. I found an old wallet. And I found my old Blockbuster card, and I was oh, like, "Holy moly!" I still have that, mine. Yeah, it's crazy. It's really I can't get weird. Rid of it? No, you should keep. It's definitely it's a it's a keepsake now. And what we talked about earlier was talking about winning contests. What we do is after we go through all these movies, at the very end, we're going to have a fantasy movie draft where each of us are going to pick movies on what we think is going to make the most money in the U.S. So we're looking at total amount of money made in the U.S. And we're drafting, hoping that the combined movies we're going to draft, which I think is what, three movies, will end up in somebody winning a big prize, which is just basically bragging rights. <laughs> and who won last year? You know it, baby. The Italian Stallion. <laughs> Pulled it off. <laughs> That's right. And I forgot, what movies did you win? So in? I had, uh, so we, we do the, uh, you know, we do the serpentine, so where it goes one through four, four through one. And then our fourth round last year, we had kind of the unsung movie that we picked. Uh, I don't think we talked about any of those movies uh, last year in the fourth round. So uh, Chris opened this up, and his he got Infinity War, Ocean's 8, Skyscraper for his three movies. I got Incredibles 2, Mission Impossible, what was whatever, which... which Fallout. 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 And, and yeah. Mamma Mia 2. Tony took Solo, Ant-Man, oh God. and... and <laughs> <laughs> and breaking in, it still hurts. It still hurts. And uh, and Marty actually, Marty had was was pretty strong. He had uh, Jurassic World, Deadpool two, and Teen Titans go to the movies. And so, but Marty did win the uh, the unsung movie last Dark year. Horse. He, yeah, the Dark the, Horse. He won big. the Dark Horse because he took Sicario two. Second was Tony with Hereditary. Hmm. I finished in third with Tully, uh, which I still don't have, haven't even seen anywhere. Uh, and Chris took Hotel Artemis. Hotel Artemis, yeah. which is really good, by that the way. Really good. What we're talking about here is at the very end, what we each of us pick one movie that we did not talk about, which gives us a chance to talk about one movie you want to share, and whichever of those four movies make the most win like a second second bragging A movie ride. prize. A yeah. movie prize. Which I've won, I've won the Dark Horse the past two years. Oh, really? Yeah, because Dunkirk was the year before that. Oh, yeah. That oh. was actually a really good, uh, that was a real good Dark Horse pick. Yeah, but we did talk about Dunkirk during the show, so that was kind of... I wonder if we were still doing the four regular movies then, or... Maybe so. So, the, the the way we decide our movies, there are a lot of movies coming out this year. Tony did a great job of putting a list of, like, every movie that's coming out. And we all go and watch trailers, and then out of those movies, we all pick movies that we're interested in talking about. This list comprised of, uh, 
comprises of a movie if it got at least three votes. So if we got three or four votes, we're going to be talking about it tonight. And it's going to be 17 movies. But what blew me away is there's some movies I'm shocked that we aren't talking about. Me too. Mm-hmm. And so we, we can cover those. That, those may be our dark horse picks. So we can uh, uh, talk about those uh, later. Yeah, we should we should do that. When, when we pick them as dark horses, then we can get into uh, maybe what would our ratings would be for it anyway, too. Yeah, that's true. I was sitting there thinking that this is Tony's to win, but Kirkman won with and he picked Avengers last year. So Endgame isn't a slam dunk. It's not, but it's my dark horse pick, so don't take it. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're not talking so, about that one. Once again, Kirkman's not paying attention. Chris, if we talk about him, you can't pick him in the dark horse. Okay? Oh, come on. <laughs> that, that's the rule. <laughs> come on. <laughs> dark horse. <laughs> hey, I, I, there is one thing I need to ask you two gentlemen. Jerry Reese, y'all all know Jerry, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. He was able to get me a copy of a game by... Um, Pinchback. Uh, we are talking about games. We are briefly. Pet Pet Mots. Pet Mots. I couldn't find it anywhere. You couldn't order it anywhere. I went up to Labyrinth in DC, and the owner said, "You really need to buy this game." And I said, "No, nah, I'm here to. I'm going to pick up this game instead." I'm going to tell you, Riddle and Pinchback, man. I, I should have come to y'all and said, "Get me a copy of this thing." It's so it's good. Really, really good. They're, they're they knock it out of the park usually with their card games. They're just really good at doing good solid card games. And Pete Mott's is one of their best. It's not as good. It's not better than Fleet, mm-hmm. but not many things are. Mm-hmm. But Pete Mott's is just really good. I, see, I should have come to y'all. That's all there is to it. I, instead of having Jerry go buy me one and then ship it to <laughs> me. Well, guess what, Tony? We're going to be playing a pinchback riddle card game this Thursday night. Do I get to teach y'all that? No, we're going to be playing Challenge of the Super. Super Friends card Oh, game. yeah. That's right. That's right. Yep. I'm excited to see those. The the That one and if uh, the, the rest of the line ends up coming out, I'm excited to see... Uh to see how those come out. So we'll we'll get to check uh, check that out because next uh, episode we're going to do a little bit of talk about cartoons. Oh, sweet. Oh, nice. Oh, because also the uh, the uh, Wacky Races, yep. co- it races is coming out. I got to get a little pre-order for that because I want all of that. Yep. So Wacky Races and Challenge of the Super Friends is like, hey, let's, let's talk about cartoons. But tonight... We're talking about movies, <laughs> which have some cartoons in them. I thought I thought cartoons was like a cuss word now because it's animation. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We were talking about Super Friends and Wacky yep. Races. We're talking about cartoons. cartoons. Right? That is true. <laughs> yeah, that's back in the day. <laughs> All right. So the, so Marty Marty will read us what it's about. He may make something funny, but he really can't because there are no Transformer listings on this one this year. <laughs> There's not. And then Tony will moderate the discussion where we'll go through each of us and we'll make our picks and why. And it seems like the summer movies start earlier every year because our first movie is April 26, 2019. It really needs no description because this has been in the works for 11 years and 21 movies brings us to Avengers Endgame. Wow. 21 movies. Crazy. 21 movies. Crazy to think about. So what be interesting is I tried to get my daughter, who, by the way, is living at home now, Dan. So Oh, so you're I, not an empty nester. I'm not an empty nester. She may go back away. I don't know. It's it's okay. I'm good with that. But anyway. But you actually uh, so then you have an in-house gaming partner too, you know, if if your wife mm. if your wife doesn't want to be bothered. This you would think that, but she goes to bed sooner than I do. But <laughs> I, I, I asked her, I said, if if they do the marathon of all the Avengers or all the Marvel movies, would you go see? that with me and she says only if you would pay while i for when i take off work i'm like dang 
But but would y'all go sit there through that? I, this is only discussion. not twenty one. Uh, not all twenty one. There are some I don't need to revisit. But uh, like maybe Thor two and Iron Man three. I don't need to see all of them. Yeah. But I would take a curated a curated list of the best. Yeah, sure, I'd do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'd be fun. Yeah, actually, we need, we're going to watch Infinity War again this this weekend and prep for next week. I still have to get Captain Marvel. I'm going to go to that this weekend because I watched Infinity War. And yeah, Sunday I'm going this weekend. I'm going this weekend as well because I don't want to be behind. It's one of those I've seen it. You don't need to see it, but you might as well see right. it. Sort of deal. It it, it kind of introduces the character, but there's not really integral to the story, which can tie us all the way back to our discussion on Blockbuster. That's why people know what a Blockbuster is now because if they went and saw Captain <laughs> Marvel, <laughs> Captain Marvel, yeah. But I'll kick us off with Marvel's Endgame. Will I go to the screen, to the movie theater? Well, I can't now because I can't get tickets. I couldn't get, can you believe that? $15,000 for some opening night ticket. Nobody That's, bought that. It was on eBay listed, but nobody oh, paid good. that. But why would someone think that that would even sell? Because well, because you never know till you try is kind of how people That's think. True. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. And I should be trying lottery tickets. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I am definitely going to the theater to screen this one. So, Marty, are you going to be at the theater? Of course, you already got tickets. Let's see. Thursday night, 6 p.m., first showing, I'm there. Okay. Wow. Nice. Dan? Of course I'm going to be there. I think I think I don't want to. I think my uh, daughter's listening somewhere in the house, but we have tickets on Friday afternoon. We're going to check them out of school. So I'm really excited for that. So, yes, I am screening the heck out of this. You know, I'm a DC guy, but uh, I've really, I love Mm -hmm. any superhero i don't care what franchise it is i really love all these movies and i can't wait to, to check it out uh we're, we may have to chris we may have to do a show just where we get all our predictions maybe we'll have you guys on for our next show to do the predictions mm. what you think the movie will be like okay. oh that's good oh man i'm speaking of predictions i can't wait until ant-man flies up thanos's butt that's <laughs> awesome <laughs> <laughs> oh man you gave away the ending i <laughs> oh, sorry sorry the spoiler advanced well, spoilers. It, it is canon uh, after all yeah. <laughs> yeah I will say I think this I'm sorry Chris I cut you off I oh you're fine it's screening oh I'm sc- yeah I'm totally screening this way this is a no-brainer this is if I see one movie this summer it'll be this one this is gonna be an emotional roller coaster for me you're talking 21 movies of all these characters and we know we know the actors who have already said you know I'm it's time for me not to put on the uniform anymore somebody right. this is I don't know anything I assume somebody's dying. I mean, if you look at the comics and how they went and everything, somebody's dying. It's either Iron Man, Captain America, or both. Personally, I, I think one of them's gone. So it's going to, and it's, and you're never going to see these people on screen again. And that's going to be tough to swallow once it's all over. I kind of hate it's coming to an end. They feel like family members by this point because you've seen them yep. so much in in the public, and you've seen them on TV. I mean, you've seen them in the movies and everything. It's kind of and, you, and they're on constantly on like TBS and stuff. So you, even feels even more like they're part of your family. It's going to be hard to. I just hope they do this one right. I really hope it. I really hope. It it's good it's kind of it's it's awesome because it's fitting because it's the marvel way because marvel's like that too in the fact that you know especially back in the day everything was entwined uh you had continuity where they would overlap with each other just like they do in the marvel cinematic universe and so it all becomes very familiar and so when something happens to a character there's that gravitas that lends itself to it now that said you watch Infinity War, you don't think most of these people aren't coming back. I mean, you got to be crazy. Mm-hmm. But it was a good way to to kind of get people emotionally invested for Endgame. And I, I, I'm, I think I'm with you, Marty. It's going to be kind of an emotional thing. I mean, especially, you know, Stan's past now. So we're, we're getting past a generation of both comics and movies that have just changed the landscape. So it's, it's going to be... It's going to be a good one. I'm sure it's going to be a good one, but it is going to be emotional. And this is Stan's last uh, cameo. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
it's going to be an interesting thing because what uh, Feige has really done a good job with is, you know, all of these movies, whether, you know, DC and Marvel, they're basically a culmination of like different sets, maybe a 10 year run of different comics. And they've done a really good job of deciding which one they're going to take for like the Infinity War and for, uh, you know, all the other ones. So they, they've done a good job of taking which Thanos story, because Thanos has been around and he's been defeated by a bunch of different storylines, but they've taken some good, they've taken the good stuff out of there. They haven't, you know, cherry picked bad things. They're going to do a good job, I think, here. Before we move on, let me ask everybody. Who do you want to deal the death blow to Thanos? If he's killed, he may not be killed, but who do you want to deal the death blow? Who do we want or who do we predict? <laughs> is, it, is, it, is that two different yeah, things? Yeah, to me, it's two different things. Okay, I want Nebula. Yep. Yeah. That's that's who I want and that's who I predict. Because that, I want it as close to the comics as possible. Mm-hmm. Yep, I would agree that she would probably have to be integral in, in dealing the death blow in order to keep it... I don't know. I mean, you don't have to keep it canonical, obviously, but she's been she's got this kind of character arc now that leads up to this particular instance, and I think it would be really fitting if it was her. I, mm-hmm. I want Cap to do one of those, you know, Cap do it uh, as he's dying or something. Because if he if he's going to die anyway, let let him go out on a you know that's a very heroic thing for Cap. But I agree. I think unless they unless they throw a curveball at us with Adam Warlock or something along those lines, I think it's going to be Nebula. Tony Spider Man. Ooh. Okay. Because yeah. uh, it wasn't in the original comics where Spider-Man got his Venom costume. Well, that's Secret Wars. Secret Wars. That was Secret mm-hmm. Wars. Okay. Yeah. That wasn't part of the uh, Infinity Gauntlet here. I get them all mixed up. We you try to forget that Secret straight. Wars ever happened. Okay. <laughs> oh, now, come on. <laughs> really? I, I will say that I'm disappointed after Guardians 2, they have not progressed Adam Warlock at all, mm-hmm. which makes me I think agree. he won't even be there because no, we nobody's even seen him yet. Right. Well, that's why I think it's a complete curveball if they do. I don't. I think maybe that's a Guardians 3 thing. Mm. Yeah. Uh, they'll probably continue the Guardians series with, with Adam Warlock's story. I don't think he'll be an endgame because they, they want everybody that's there to have some sort of a purchase in the Marvel Universe. And that's why Captain Marvel came out beforehand to get make everybody familiar with that character. So I don't think they'll just introduce Warlock in the, in the endgame. Too much going on, too. Oh, she would be a good one to be a curveball, too, as well. To, uh... The only thing I wouldn't be crazy about Captain Marvel is just because that character's so new. Mm-hmm. I would hope that it's one of the... Ones who've been around for eight to 10 years that does it. But yeah, I agree. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, we got to move on here where this is going to be a four hour episode, <laughs> but we're not going to talk about all of them this way, are we, Marty? Please, please, please. Talk about all the what? All, all the movies. movies isn't this long. I mean, I, you you fanboys, you go. I'm going to be entertained. That's that's my. <laughs> oh, Lord. I know. That's I'm how I'm entertained too. All right, get, get us in our second one, Marty. Coming out May 10th, Tolkien explores the formative years of the orphaned author as he defines friendship, love, and artistic inspiration among a group of fellow outcasts at school. This takes him uh, into the outbreak of World War I, which threatens to tear the fellowship, in quotes, apart. All these experiences would inspire Tolkien to write the famous Middle Earth novels. Chris, tell us what you think about this, Mr. Professor. <laughs> oh, and I like the, I like Tolkien's, or as they pronounce it, uh, sometimes Tolkien, but Tolkien's, um, uh, his life story is pretty fascinating, especially with his love for language. And I think the trailer captures that pretty well. Uh, it's it's not one that I'd want to rush right out and see in the movie theaters because I'm, as I've said before, and I know this is sacrilege, I'm not a junkie for Lord of the Rings stuff. I'm mm-hmm. just, I, I mean, I like Lord of the Rings, but 
I'm not going to sit there and watch like the extended versions and all the stuff. And I, the two part Hobbit just drove me nuts. But, um, <laughs> mm-hmm. but, yeah, but I do love stories like this that tell the behind the scenes and Tolkien's a really interesting person and his life story is interesting. So this is one that I would definitely stream. I think it's going to be good, but it's not one that I need to see in the theater. Hey, Marty, I'm a Tolkien fan. I do like biopics like this. And I like the story of him and the other guys like C.S. Lewis. And he's part of a group called the Inklings, mm-hmm. uh, which is really interesting. So, yeah, I'd like to see the inspiration for Lord of the Rings. So for me, it's going to be screening. Dan, this is a tough one because, you know, I like to always say if it's like unlimited money and unlimited time, what would I really want? And I just... As much as I was a very high, I was actually pleasantly surprised at this trailer. And it's a pretty cool story. And, you know, I don't know a whole lot about his history. You know, you know a little bit here and there, but I don't know all of his history. But I just don't know if I could see this in a theater. It just doesn't look that entertaining where I would want to be to screen it. But I do enough to watch it. So I'll go with streaming on this one. Uh, For me, I'm going to go see it in the theaters because I think it's a break based on the rest of the movies on this list. It's a good break from Mm -hmm. what we're going from. So it'll be a nice one to just sit back and enjoy the story, see what it's about. It's also one that I think will catch my wife, Donna, off guard about when I bring her there. She's going to think, oh, another Lord of the Rings. I'm like, no, it's not. It's a story. It's something good, okay? Nobody's going to get decapitated or arrows shot through them or anything like that. But Tony, if you need a break from summer movies on May 10th, then, then you might have a little bit of an issue this summer. <laughs> no, no. You're absolutely right. But, but think about all the movies from January till now. Think about everything that's been coming out. I mean, it's it's just, oh, never mind. Don't get me started on the fact that so much of this is around comics and animation and Anyway, that's that's my. Well, you don't have to go see them. Yeah, I do. <laughs> Tuesday night, you're, you guys no, are you lucky. Don't. You don't have to go see them. Yes, I do. Because no, Tuesday night is date night, five o'clock. I just love that you guys bicker like an old married couple, like we do, <laughs> just like we do on our show. I love it. <laughs> All right, coming out the same weekend, the first ever live action Pokemon adventure, Pokemon Detective Pikachu, stars Ryan Reynolds as Pikachu, the iconic face of the global Pokemon phenomenon, one of the world's most popular multi generation entertainment properties, and the most successful media franchise. Of all time. And what do you think about this, Marty? When I heard that this movie was coming out, I went, you've got to be kidding me. And then I heard it was going to be Ryan Reynolds voicing it. I was like, come on. And then I saw the trailer. I went, well, wait a minute. That that wasn't <laughs> that wasn't half bad. I, I kind of laughed at that. And then they showed me another trailer. Now, uh, full disclosure, I'm a huge Pokemon fan. I played the original Pokemon Blue or Pokemon Red, whichever one. Tony played the other one. So I love that series. So I'm like, oh, yeah, I know that Pokemon. Oh, look, there's Snorlax. That's cool. Oh, there's uh, Mimic. Oh, cool. And I'm just starting naming all these off. So I've gone from, this looks so stupid, to, oh, I'm in the theater. I'm screening this bad boy. If you played Pokemon back in the day, how many background checks did you have to go through to go into the stores to play that against all the 12-year-olds that were there when you were probably like 40 at the time? 40? <laughs> Good gosh, this came out in the 90s, dude. <laughs> and we're still going. We got a problem with that, big boy? <laughs> yeah, there's, there's a new one coming out this year. And yes, I will be getting it. <laughs> so, Dan, are you going? Uh, new. No. Now, I watched this trailer, and even the dulcet tones of my boy Ryan Reynolds couldn't save it for me. I was like, what in the world is going on here? Again, admittedly, I've never played uh, Pokemon at all. Like, I may have played on a Game Boy, something or other, uh, you know, a little bit, but that's mm-hmm. not really the same. I tried to get both my kids into it. You know, kids these days, they, they collect it and they just want to, you know, co- compare the numbers on the cards and stuff and just want to get the shinies and who the heck knows. But 
I was like, this looks awful. And my, and my wife pointed out to me and her good grace. She's like, it may look awful to you, but I could tell you there's a billion little kids out there that are jumping all around. And then she had a great like point. Me. Yep. Just like Marty. The little kids <laughs> like Marty. So I'm going to say this is trash box uh, because I, oh. I like I like so many things. I don't, so I, don't I had know to what have. Trash box is. Oh, I'm I don't sorry. Know. This trash is a box? steaming pile of poo. <laughs> So, uh, yes, this will be one of my few steamings. Wow. 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 And I was the first person that made that mistake of uh, trash box, I guess. That's okay. <laughs> Kirkman, pull us back into reality, not what Dan thinks is a reality. Bring us back. The reality of this is I feel exactly the same way Marty did in the beginning, because when they announced the, the concept for this movie, I was like, what in the world were they smoking? Mm-hmm. And then Ryan Reynolds signs on to do the voice. I'm like, okay, there's a Pikachu with Ryan Reynolds' voice. What is going on? Then I watched the trailer. Two of both of them actually, and I'm like, this looks awesome. Yeah, <laughs> I would, I would, I'd screen this. I mean, this thing looks. I mean, I probably let's be honest. If we're talking about unlimited funds and unlimited hours, yeah. like Dan says, then yes, yeah, screen. I would put it in the screen category. I will probably, I will probably stream it because I don't think I'll have the time to go to the theater to actually see this. But I, it looks funny. It looks really funny. I think the animation looks great, and I think I'm gonna tell you right now. I think people are gonna go nuts for this, especially like I mean, I, I haven't played Pokemon in a long, long time, but I played the original. I think I had Red. Mm-hmm. And I really enjoyed it. And over the years, you know, by osmosis, you just get in, inundated with Pokemon culture. Uh, and it's just fun. It just seems like a fun movie. I agree with you. I mean, however, I will be at the theater watching. I mean, I got electricity coming out my butt. <laughs> <laughs> I love in the trailer when he's in the arena versus Charizard. And he goes, he's like, going, oh, I can't do it when everybody's watching me. <laughs> And, and Mr. Mom is sitting there and they're talking. Oh, oh God. It's hilarious. Oh. Yeah. It's, oh, it's like you're just, speaking another language. I don't even know. And, I just, and right I just hope that all the funny stuff is not in the trailers. You know how that can happen? Like, yeah. Like yeah. a pet story where all the funny stuff was there and the, and the rest of it. But I, I, I will say Pokemon is my favorite RPG of all time. Wow. Yeah. That's Strong I'm, language. Wow. wow. I've played a lot of RPGs. Nothing is more memorable for me than the experience playing Pokemon. I mean, how else can hours and hours and hours of walking through the grass? <laughs> <laughs> now, do, do you mean electronic RPG or did you sit down at a table with pen and paper playing? No, no, po- electronic. Oh, okay. I was like, wow, I can only imagine <laughs> what that would game be RPG. like. <laughs> yeah, do a grass check, Dan. <laughs> Come on, Chris. <laughs> oh my gosh, the worst. You remember the original uh, uh, Poke- uh, Pokemon where you had to walk in the caves? Please, Lord, don't let a bat show up. Crap, it's a bat. <laughs> it's a bat. <laughs> uh, on May 17th, Bailey, voiced by Josh Gad, is living the good life on the Michigan farm of his boy, Ethan. Oh, by the way, Bailey's a dog. His boy, Ethan, played by Dennis Quaid, and Ethan's wife, he even has a new playmate, Ethan and Hannah's baby granddaughter, CJ. The problem is is that CJ's mom, Gloria, decides to take CJ away. (gasps) As Bailey's soul prepares to leave this life for a new one, he makes a promise to Ethan to find CJ and protect her at any cost. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie, man. I couldn't watch this entire trailer. Uh, yeah, because <laughs> I was balling. Yes, me too. I was. I was balling. I was like, "You're not crying. You're. I'm not crying. I got something in my eye." But I literally had to stop it three quarters of the way through. I'm like, "I can't. I can't do it." Yeah. So, so are you going to go to the uh, movie theater and see this and ball like a big baby like the rest oh, of no, us? There's, there's no way I can do that. <laughs> Besides, it's also one of those movies where, like, it it it, it seems like it's going to be a tearjerker and a heartwarming tale, but it's not 
not one that I need to go to the theater to see, but I will definitely screen this one because, and I'll have to make sure that I'm alone with a, a bottle of Jameson <laughs> and some Kleenex because that's exactly what this one's going to be about. Oh, how about you, Dan? Or would you go over there and comfort Chris? Uh, well, I'll be honest with you. I didn't get, get too far through this one either without, without shedding a tear. So um, my golden retriever, Meadow, passed away about a year and a half ago, mm. and I still... Just, just thinking about Meadow. Any, anytime I think about Meadow, it, 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 it chokes me up. So, watching any of these trailers, because there was another movie. It's, it's like they churn these out to just make people cry every few months. Because there was another one like six months ago where it was a similar thing with a dog. It was kind of more of like a journey home sort of thing. But, mm-hmm. but this mm-hmm. kind of like the reincarnation one. Oh, and all the dogs are so cute. All the stories, it just breaks your heart every time. I mean, granted, it's a it's a happy thing, but it just reminds me of my dog. I mean, I can't see this. I, I'm going to have to stream this so I can sit at home and me and my wife can sit there and cry. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, what was the original? This is the second one. I can't remember the original. It it's not a dog. Is it a dog's purpose? A dog's purpose is the, is, oh, yeah, the first one. Yeah. Well, and this, of yeah. course, this is like one of about 18 Dennis Quaid movies for the summer. I think <laughs> he's in a few, isn't he? It's weird. Yeah, because there's one that we didn't talk about that would have already played. You went from the one where he's a freaking psycho to where he's this dog loving man out on the farm. Yeah, I hear you. But for me, I'm going. Yeah, I'm with you too, guys. I gotta be. I'm gonna be watching this at home, curled up in a fetal position on the couch. <laughs> well, just like you, Dan, my my dog passed away. He must be about t- twelve years ago, and it, it's gonna hit. I know it is. It's Dude, it's tough. I still can't. I I want to get a new dog, but I just can't do it. No, no, I understand, man. We're we're waiting. Uh, Marty, uh, Mister Mister No Emotions, where are you going to be with this? So watching this, it's like, oh my goodness, it's the dog. The dog. Uh, the whole premise is the dog passes away and reincarnates and comes back to his owner. The owner gets older, reincarnates to go off with the granddaughter who was taken away from the grandparents and it hurts the grandparents and it's <laughs> nothing, nothing but emotion and feels. I too would be the same way. I would be a basket case. I would need a <laughs> box of tissue, which is why it's steaming for me. Oh. Not because I don't think it's a good movie, but because I don't want to be an emotional basket case while watching this thing. I don't it's like this. I don't like watching a lot of movies that scare me. I don't I don't want to be scared. I don't want to cry. So I don't want to see this. Where's, get Vanessa in here. Where's where is she? She'll she'll have something to say about that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so I'd be interested to see what Vanessa's position. Uh, oh, she on. wants to see it. Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> I mean, I'll end up, I'll end up seeing it. Oh, I'm gonna have to have a comedy or something afterwards. That's all I know. Somebody's gonna have to die or something afterwards in some action flick or something. <laughs> <laughs> what we'll need to watch is John Wick Chapter Three, which did not make the list. Which comes <laughs> there out you the go. Weekend. <laughs> yep, just do a double feature of those two. Coming out on May 24th. The tale of the charming street rat Aladdin, the courageous and self-determined Princess Jasmine, and the genie who may be the key to the future. It's the live-action Aladdin movie. All right, I'm going to go first. This one is pure streaming for me. It was almost steaming just because I don't want to diminish Aladdin and Robin Williams. I, I know, I know it's Will Smith. I understand that, but I'm sorry. There's just some things that are sacred to me and that is probably one of those things but i will stream this how about you marty you know what i have not seen any of the live action disney movies yet i just i just didn't have the appeal i love the animated stuff so much and there's like two coming out you know this this summer that we'll be talking about later on also I'm torn. I'm like you, Tony. It's like, at first, 
I'm steaming, but steaming sounds like, oh, it's going to be a bad movie. I don't want to see it, but I, I just don't think I'll ever get to it. So I, I'm actually going to say steaming again, not because I think it sucks. Wow. It's just that I just don't think I'll ever get to it. Really? Oh, Dan. Wow. You just steamed a, a Disney flick. I'm, I'm floored. <laughs> hey, I'm honest. Disney don't buy me out. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're, we're, me and Chris, we're Disney ready. We're, we're Asmo and Disney ready. Whoever wants to buy us out, we're ready. Uh, Disney fanboys. <laughs> actually, I am a, I'm, well, I, yeah, I'm definitely a Disney fanboy. So I'm going to, I'm going to go, I'm going to go screen this because the first trailer looked pretty bad, but that second trailer, it kind of won me back because I think Will Smith can do a good job. Anytime I think Will Smith is going to be steaming, he ends up being really, really good. So uh, I, I think this is going to be a good one. And Aladdin's got a, a special place in my heart from when I was a kid, too. So let's just screen it with the fan. Oh, okay. Chris? Steam this sucker. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Awesome. This looks like yes. this this looks like the worst movie of the summer to me. It's just everything about it just chafes me. I just, <laughs> I can't do it. I just can't because Aladdin is my favorite of the like I guess the modern animated Disney films. It is my absolute favorite. Um, not just because of Robin Williams, but I just think the storyline and the songs and everything about it is, is my absolute favorite anime. But watching this live action just makes me want to curl up and just puke. <laughs> it just looks so bad. So steam, steam, steam. I am never going to watch this movie. Don't even care. Go get you some gold bond. That stuff just chafed you. I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Fix my chafing. All right. Coming out the same weekend. What if a child from another world crash landed on Earth, but instead of becoming a hero to mankind, he proved to be something far more sinister? From producer James Gunn, Brightburn. All right, Kirkman. Bring us back from steaming. What do you think? Oh, I'm, I'm absolutely opposite on this one, man. I'm screening this sucker. This is if Superman was evil. Mm -hmm. I mean, how can you get better than and watching? I mean, I, I don't get, I don't, I don't get scared by much. But watching that trailer, it gave me goosebumps. Like some some scenes that happened in it, like just seeing this kid go from like hopeful to really dark, and and just some of the jumps that happen when he's like you know taking things and and destroying things. It just looks fascinating. I love these types of character character uh i guess exploration movies but also it's that it's that elseworlds story of what if mm. superman was not raised by the kents mm. you know and became uh you know wasn't the upbringing uh, big blue big blue boy scout after all so i think this is, should be pretty interesting to watch so i'm actually gonna put this as a screening okay marty you know what when i first saw the trailer i was like oh come on why are you ruining the the superman story but then i thought wait a minute marty stop this is a really interesting twist. And like you, Chris, it was like, okay, this is really, really creepy, especially some of the trailers where the woman's like uh, in the freezer of the, like a restaurant oh, and yeah. the kid's standing there with the mask on and then just like flies across the room and hits her. I'm like, all right, this go this has gone from like, eh, to screening. I want to see this bad boy in the theater. And since James Gunn is responsible for it, well, you know, we've seen some good stuff from James Gunn. Dan? I'll go watch Aladdin again because this looks like a pile of crap. <laughs> what? I, I, let me let me uh, break it to you here, Chris. If Superman was evil, I can just I just skip to the end. He would enslave humanity, and until they <laughs> until in Brightburn where they put in some some really bad MacGuffin where uh, if he has uh, corn chips, he dies. You know, something stupid like that. They're gonna. <laughs> he has a peanut allergy. Exactly. <laughs> he could be he could be allergic to tofu like Superman is in Superman was in the nineties. So yeah, I I so you know, and I'm also and admittedly I say this a lot of times. I, I'm not much of a horror guy anyway. You know, I'd rather watch just about anything. I'll go watch uh, Bohemian Rhapsody again. 
than watch this. Wait, wait a minute. Go back to what? What? Allergic to what? Yeah, back in the 90s when John Byrne was writing Superman, Superman was had, had an allergy to tofu. I, I, that's got to sink in for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> that comic sounds like this movie, and it's a steaming pile of crap. Oh no, I'm not. I'm not about to waste my time on this. No. Nope, so, yep, Dan. I tell you what, you and I will go check out a dog's journey. Yeah, that's right, man. <laughs> Team Tony Dan here. There you go. I can't make it to Aladdin, but I'll, I'll go back for that. So, yep, yeah, that's. Uh, I'm sure it's going to be a great movie. It's going to be an intense movie. It it did pique my curiosity, but like you, Dan, I'm not a horror suspense kind of guy. So maybe if I see it at at the house when I if I stream it, but I, I, I'm going to pass it. It's steaming right now. Well, it's got Pam's boyfriend in it from The Office. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> that, that means nothing to me. I, I know it doesn't. Eh, whatever. All right. So May 31st, an epic musical fantasy about the incredible human story of Elton John's breakthrough years. The film follows the fantastical journey of transformation from shy piano prodigy Reginald Dwight into international superstar Elton John. This inspirational story set to Elton John's most beloved songs and performed by star Taron Egerton tells the universally reliable story of how a small town boy becomes one of the most iconic figures in pop culture in the movie rocket man rocket man <laughs> <laughs> so let me, other than that word do don't any, stop do there know any, i was gonna say do you know any do you know any words past rocket man yeah there you go <laughs> I don't. I don't think anybody knows the words past Rocket Man. Uh, but it, that's okay. Burning out the fuel out there so long. Is something like that? Is, it, oh. is that what it is? It's, it's oh, a, dude, yeah. that's awesome. Nice way to pull that one, Dan. So <laughs> well, my daughter is a huge. So let me tell you a quick, a quick uh, Elton John story. So uh, we had these when my kids were growing up. We had a lot of these DVDs of um, the Muppet Show, and it was one of them oh. that had Elton John on it. And my daughter mm-hmm. watched it a million times. So every night, my daughter goes, Alexa play Elton John. And so like all night long, it, you know, you just hear Elton John in a hallway. So, so what did you say the words were? I think is it um, burning out, burning out the fuel out there so long, something along those lines. Burning out his fuse up here alone. Oh, man. See, that's another uh, one. See, um, I'm guided by the light. No, whatever it was. Blinded by the light. <laughs> yeah. There's a bathroom on the right. Yes. There's, yes. <laughs> there is a bathroom on the right. Yeah. But so Dan, back to that Muppet thing, the crocodile rock in that, Muppet one was incredible. Mm, exactly. That was one of the yep. best. Yeah, that was amazing. That was. So, but Dan, where are you going to go? To the theater, to the couch, or you're just going to steam this one? What you now, I've um I've kind of I've been flip-flopping with this one all week when I'm kind of watching this trailer. So, at first I was like after seeing Bohemian Rhapsody, I'm like I I just can't do any more biopics cuz it's not going to get any better than that. But and then I'm like, well, I don't really know a lot of the Elton John song, uh, story, but I know a lot of his songs, so maybe this will be good. So I think if I do the same thing I did with uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, where if I just sit in there, my wife and I on a you know Saturday afternoon, just throwing on Rocket Man while we're streaming it, I think it'll be what I want to do. What about you, Chris? I think this one's a streaming for me too. I really love Elton John and I love his music. Uh, the trailer really gets you jazzed. They do a good job because obviously it's got Elton John's soundtrack over top of it. You know his his life story is pretty interesting too. Uh, like going back, we're talking about Tolkien and stuff, and and you have to compare it to Bohemian Rhapsody. There's gonna be a lot of these that are coming out because Bohemian Rhapsody was so well received. 
it's just one that I don't I don't think I really need to see in the theater, but I definitely will watch it. But I'll put it as as, as streaming. Okay, and I'm going to be in the theater watching it, and I, but my expectations are going to be very low, way low, because Bohemian set the bar so high that I know it's not going to be there. I'm also concerned that how true to life is it going to be? Because you know it's a fantasy. I don't want to say fantasy rock opera. I forget the terms they used in one of the um, trailers that it's not really. You know what I'm saying? It's not really his life story, but hmm. maybe I haven't seen that. Yeah, it was it was something weird terms that they used. But for me, I will be at the theater seeing it just so I can irritate those next to me and go Rocky Man. <laughs> <laughs> at least you'll get, you'll get more words right than I did. That's right. So I'm burning out the fuse out here alone. Yeah, somehow that's what I. Did. <laughs> All right, Mark. I, mean, I must be thinking of uh, you know, um, oh, what's the other one that you always see? Uh, the other rocket in space. Oh my God. I don't know. Forget it. Oh, major. Tom. Yeah. So I'm always thinking of major, yeah, major Tom. Tom. Yeah. Peter Schilling's or David Bowie's. Oh, I like oh. Peter Schilling's. I think, Ooh. well, actually they're both good. Cause they both have a, that different feel to them, but they're both, uh, they both get you moving too. All right. So for me, uh, yeah, I too was Bohemian Rhapsody blew me away. I saw that opening night and I just fell in love with it, but I'm also a huge queen fan. So I thought, Oh, here comes the, all the biopics, but I really do like Elton John, but probably not enough to see it in the theater. So for me, it's going to be a, a streaming, but I'm really glad this is coming out because I don't think a lot of people, maybe uh tangential people who know Elton John may not realize there's another person behind him, Bernie Taupin, mm-hmm. who wrote mm-hmm. all the lyrics. Uh, Elton John just did the music. So I think it'd be good for people to see, oh, it's actually a two man show. It's just Elton was the one on stage. Marty, I want to, I wish I lived in Charlotte because you go to so many movies on the first night that I would love to have a partner to go, uh, go watch a lot of these movies and just talk about them. Hey, oh. last couple of movies, Chris, I'm like, we want to go. No, can't go. No, you know, no, 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 no. That's BS. I'm going to call you on some BS right now because every time I'm like, hey, let's go do something. No, I go hockey. You know what I mean? Dude, you play. You're always at hockey. It's like old I don't want to hear it. No, he's not wrong on, on a lot of that because we usually would go to, uh, there's a theater around here that's kind of one of those. So, Marty, I think you talked about it on your last show where you had a top secret theater. And we do too, where you, mm-hmm. you can wait till like the last minute and get one of it's, and it's one of those where you pick your seats, but it's kind of a top secret one where Chris and I always go and we always go on a Thursday and I do play hockey on Thursday night. So usually I end up blowing off hockey for this. The summer is when I do blow off a lot more hockey than I do in the winter. Now that it's a summer, me and Chris will have to uh, pick up a lot more of them and TC will have to come with us. And, and, oh, yeah. and what I found too, is actually the Thursday night shows are a lot less crowded than Friday and Saturday, which is why we go. I wonder why that is. I wonder if people just don't realize that the theater, more theaters do that, or if everybody's working. <laughs> I think everybody's just got to work on Friday. Yep. <laughs> and I'm going to be, the Tuesday $5 shows are packed now. Oh, well, of Ooh. course they are. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, if that was one of our guilty pleasures is going on Tuesday nights and being able to see a movie in a non-crowded theater. And now, it, if I'm not buying those tickets two to three days in advance, it, they're hard to get good seats in there. So anyway, speaking of... Good seats that you may not need to buy. Marty, tell us about our next movie. (laughs) (laughs) The next movie also releases May 31st. The new story follows the heroic efforts of the cryptozoological agency Monarch as its members face off against a battery of God-sized monsters, including the mighty Godzilla who collides with Mothra, Rodan, and his ultimate nemesis, the three-headed king Ghidra. Ghidra. When these ancient superspecies, thought to be mere myths, rise again, they all vie for supremacy, leaving humanity's very existence hanging in the balance. Gentlemen, this would be a slam dunk. Godzilla, King of the Monsters. 
So, so we can give our time over to the man who's probably going to talk the most about it. Go ahead, Dan. Tell us what you think. Oh, my God. See, <laughs> I, I don't know if that's just because I talk the most about everything or it's just because I'm such a huge Godzilla guy. Growing up, this was... This was one of those things that, uh, you know, it's a sentimental thing where I always used to watch these movies with my dad on the weekends uh, when I would go to see him in Brooklyn. We would we would watch these Godzilla movies, and God, he's one of my favorite, you know, even more so than I think the DC heroes growing up. I loved Godzilla, so I can't wait to see this movie. I am going to screen this one. Is that all you got to say? Oh, uh, he's going to win. Let's, let's just give it. You just can't. Actually, I, I will say this. Now, I really hope that they kind of make a little team thing and it's not just Godzilla has to beat up everybody. Because, you know, Mothra is, you know, usually good. Mothra's a good guy. You know, Mothra's usually a good guy. R- Rodan, they can kind of flip-flop. And I hope they have more than what they've seen there. Because uh, what was the what was the one that was like the little dinosaur with the the tail, the old, the, the tail? Yeah, I used to, I, it's on the tip of my yeah. tongue. I used to know the name of the one, but yeah, it was. Shleestack? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I like the flying turtle. What was his name? Gamera. Yeah. Gamera, thank you, yeah. Gamera was friends to all kids. Kids who could call Gamera and he would protect them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I, I just hope that there's a, a decent story and it's not just uh, every monster for himself or every monster against Godzilla. See, I would go to the theater and see this, but I've got nobody to go with. My I looked at my wife when we saw the trailer and said, we're going. She goes, no, we're not. And I'm like, why not? And she says, I have no interest, but it would be so awesome on the big screen. However... Think of all the Godzillas that have been released to this point. Am I going to be disappointed again? So anyway, this one is pure streaming for me. I almost messed it up. Streaming this bad boy. Marty, this is when you're supposed to say, what the crap, Tony? You can go with me. <laughs> he ain't going to come all the way down here on Thursday night. He has something going on Thursday night. It's called game night. You play hockey? You play hockey too, Tony? <laughs> Yeah, I'll blow off game nights to go see movies, and my game group just loves that. Oh, yeah. uh, what do you want? I can't come to game night. Why not? Because I got to go see a cartoon. What? I'm sorry. Okay, tangent. <laughs> Guys, what did you think Uh-oh. of Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse? It, and that's another, it's an animated flick, Tony. It's animated. Okay. It's not Fine. a cartoon. Sorry. That's an animated. It was, yes, it was awesome. It's, uh, it's not, Thank you. It's not the, um, the end-all, be-all of the universe that people are making it out to be, but it is really, really good. Yeah, Tony didn't like it. Well, hold on. Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait. Hold on. What? Wait a minute. Go ahead, Chris. What do you think? I thought it was great. I, I, I'm the same way with Dan, though. It's like, I don't think, I think everybody was like, this is the best thing to ever come along. And I'm like, oh, it's fantastic. I'm glad that it won an Academy Award because it's interesting to kind of give a new uh, studio uh, a chance at the Academy Awards and things like that, especially for the diversity and everything that they do for it. Uh, I enjoyed it. I didn't think it was. Uh, quite as big as the hype was, but I really had a lot of fun with it, especially for Peter Porker being in it. That was my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the biggest draw or negative I had about that movie was it made me ill. I could The big screen and the out of focusness, and I swear, I still think it was out of focus. So I watched it again on my small screen. And I enjoyed it a lot more until Peter Porker showed up. But oh, uh, come on. <laughs> oh, come on. But seriously. So it's I, like I, saying you don't like Nicolas Cage being in it either. I didn't like that one either. Oh. That was amazing. What are you crazy? He was awesome. No, he was, he was really good. Okay, fine. Yeah. All right. So I'm sorry. Okay. So the uh, <laughs> squirrel's over. The yeah, squirrel's over. So Dan is going to go see Godzilla in the theater. I'm going to stream it. Marty. Yeah, yeah. So, Dan, I'm like you. I grew up sitting in my house on Saturday mornings watching all these monster movies. I absolutely loved uh, Godzilla. And in the last movie, I, I understand, Tony, there has been some bad Godzilla movies, but the last one was really good. And in that in that movie, 
when he does his atomic breath for the first time and you see his tail starting to light up, I literally grabbed my wife's arm and squeed because I knew what was coming. And at the end of one of the Godzilla trailers, it's just him in the very end and his tail lights up again and goes up his spine and he shoots the breath out of his mouth. Mm -hmm. I just absolutely lose it. I, I will probably be in there on Wednesday night waiting for it to uh, show up on Thursday. Wow. That's awesome. (laughs) I am as excited about this as I am about Endgame. I love Godzilla that. And plus, come on, to see all those people that we grew up with, Rodan and stuff back on the screen. Oh, oh, can't and especially with all the, the movie tricks and the animation, animation and the CG that they can do now. Uh, it's going to be amazing to see those monsters do that. Is Vanessa going with you? Oh, of course. I'll say there. I can't double date. I'm sorry. Okay, fine. That's fine. <laughs> Third wheel. Third wheel. Kirk- Kirkman, talk to me. Oh, No. There goes Tokyo. Go go Godzilla. <laughs> yeah, what are you kidding me? This this I'm I'm the same way. I'm almost more excited about this movie than I am in game. This is Godzilla. This is not only Godzilla. This is my favorite is Destroy All Monsters. Because it's Monster Island and it has all of the big kaiju that came out back, you know, this was back in the early 70s, and you saw it in reruns. It's one of the best of the, the classic Godzilla movies. King of the Monsters, this is going to be amazing. The only twist I'm hoping they throw in here is King Kong shows up. That would oh, be cool. That'd be cool. Because, I mean, that was the whole reason King Kong existed was to have Monarch, because they were just, they were, you know, going to Skull Island to try to find King Kong. And so if he shows up, man, it's just all hell's going to break loose. It's going to be amazing. And one of the best lines in the trailer is when they, uh, when talk about the idea to use Godzilla, and this is what, you mean we make him our pet? And he went, oh, no, no. We're his pet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, maybe it's too bad this isn't coming out around Gen Con because I know you guys are going to be there. We we could all four just maybe we'll go take it in because I'm sure on May 31st that movie will still be playing by the time we make it to Gen Con. This is true. Ah, uh, two months later, maybe, 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 maybe. 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 Okay. Speaking of which, actually, this has nothing to do with speaking of which at all. It's just a horrible segue. We need to take an intermission <laughs> so that we can thank one of our lovely sponsors for backing the show. Don't forget about Miniature Markets, The Drop, and be sure to pay attention to those prices because things can be gone before you know it. But more importantly, one of the things I always forget about to check on, to add to my order, is they carry some very, very fine, Marty, I mean fine, fine, fine accessories. For instance, Zen Bins. Those Mm. things make my game setup so much quicker. I mean, I have put out the Zen Bins and put all of my Raccoon Tycoon pieces in it and Boom, I had that game set up in no time. So they are now permanently in Raccoon Tycoon. So I've got to order some more Zen Bins from miniaturemarket.com. Moving on, coming out June 7th, X-Men Dark Phoenix. In Dark Phoenix, the X-Men face their most formidable and powerful foe, one of their own, Jean Grey. During a rescue mission in space, Jean is nearly killed when she's hit by a mysterious cosmic force. Once she returns home, the force not only makes her infinitely more powerful, but more unstable. Wrestling with this entity inside of her, Jean unleashes her powers in ways that can neither be comprehended nor contained. With Jean spiraling out of control and hurting the one she loves most, she begins to unravel the very fabric that holds the X-Men together. Now, with the family falling apart, They must find a way to unite, not only to save Jean's soul, but to save our very planet from aliens who wish to weaponize this force and rule the galaxy. Chris, tell us what you think. 
Well, let's dissect this. Thing. <laughs> There's a lot to unpack here. Is that what you're? There's doing? a lot to unpack. There's a lot to unpack. Okay, so first of all, I'm going to just simply say outright that I love this cast. I love the first class cast and how much they put time they put into it. From watching the trailer, it looks like that this is going to be uh, Mystique's last <laughs> stand because it looks like Jean Grey ends up killing Mystique because you see a funeral scene after she's basically blasted her and you don't see her any any time else in the trailer. Anyway. The whole thing of this is like it's it's you're going to have to approach it separating yourself from the comic mm. story because the comics you can obviously tell from this everything they've done up to this point that it's it's going to be a big departure from from the canon of the comics. But then again, uh, Apocalypse was as well. And I thought it was fun. Um, Apocalypse was not the best one, but it did introduce finally a storm that I can get behind. Um, so I don't have to watch Halle Berry anymore. Thank God. <laughs> anyway, overall, unpacking this thing, it's it's really hard for me because I'm a huge, huge X-Men fan. Uh, and I think that they've done a great job with the, the first class series. I think that uh, Days of Future Past was a, a, just a masterpiece. I thought it was so well paced and so well done. We gave it some Magneto we really liked. This one, I don't know. It's tough because it's all over the place. I just don't know what to expect because, you know, Magneto is on the, the side with, with everybody now. And then uh, it looks like Emma Frost gets involved and tries to twist Jean Grey into Dark Phoenix for whatever purposes. I don't know. I just don't know what to expect from this. I probably will see it in a the theater uh, simply because I've always watched all the X-Men in the theaters. Uh, but it's it's on the borderline for me. I, I think I'm going to I'm going to put it as Screening, but trepidatious. Okay, welcome to Screening, Trepidatious, <laughs> Screening. So, Dan, counterpoint. Uh, no, I'm I'm not quite as optimistic as Chris. I do agree 100% that I like this cast a lot. And I think the last movie was complete poo. Uh, I, do li- I didn't like the first one either. I thought it was kind of poo. But uh, Days of Future Past was really, really good. I think this movie looks like another pile of poo, but I'm going to give it a little <laughs> bit more than poo. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stream this, although I think I will probably go with Chris on opening night anyway. But I, <laughs> but I really, it, there's just something about, it, it just looks all over the place. Like they just were like, we got to get this out. Blah. It's like, it wasn't, it doesn't, it looks like it wasn't baked enough. And there's just, just throw the kitchen sink in because they know that the X-Men are probably finished after this movie and they're probably going to just reboot everything soon. All I'm going to say is that I will say one thing that I will guarantee you that this is better than the first Dark Phoenix oh, storyline. Yes. Yeah, yeah I agree. It can't be that bad. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah that yeah, was horrible. That movie was horrible. I'm sorry. And Dan, what are you doing with this? I'm going to, I'm going to stream this. Like I said, I think I'll probably be there, but I'm going to put this as a streaming for my, my expectation worthy, you know, as far as ratings of, of my expectations or my uh, excitement level is a, we're going to go with streaming. All right, Marty, let me hear your comic boy fanness come through here. Yeah. So you're, you're right. The X-Men three, which old one, which covered the dark Phoenix story was absolutely horrible, but I, I love this cast. I loved uh, the first, I love the first two movies. Apocalypse was okay. And I was excited about this until I accidentally saw an article that came out this past January where the screenings for this movie totally bombed. Ooh, Everybody oh no. saw it, said it was horrible. And then I didn't realize this. It's been delayed three times. Wow. Uh, so this is the third time <laughs> it's been delayed. And every time they've screened it, they've had to go back and reshoot. 
Now, Yikes. T- to me, the trailer I thought looked good, and I thought, oh, cool. But then I read this other stuff, and I tell you, you know how, guys, it is. When they start having to go back in and reshoot and trying to fix, it's almost unfixable at that point. I will probably screen it, but my expectations are really low right now. It's been delayed more than New Mutants. Yeah. Yeah, and that's been delayed a lot. <laughs> okay. Well, see, based on that bit of news, I didn't have anything but fun. And, and is this Sansa? Yes, it yeah. is. Yeah. It's, yes, it is. See? Sophie. Okay. It's Jean Grey. Okay. See, I, that's what I, I was I was like hoping that maybe she would be like a dragon or something. I mean, I expected to see the dragon or something. <laughs> well, close, no. Phoenix close, you know. I know. It's a phoenix, a dragon, close enough. Maybe she finally gets. But either way, I, I think I'm going to have to stream this one as well because I'm not as big as a fan of X-Men. And I expect I can save some money and it'll be on TBS in less than a month. So, Tony, you changed your uh, – you must have just changed that recently then. I, I did because I was hearing you guys. See, you guys convinced me. I was thinking screening, <laughs> but then I'm, I'm listening to you guys. And I'm like, ah, this may be one I should pass on, and I think I'm going to change it to a – yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to stream this. Back. And Marty, you were a streaming, right? Screening. I, I, I did say screening because I know I'll be there. Okay. I, I just like seeing these. I just love this cast so much and I give them so much credit. So, but yeah, I'm, I do have trepidations. I will say this though. One of the best Dark Phoenix stories I've ever seen is the X-Men animated series from the 90s. Oh my gosh, it's so good. Is that not amazing? If they could yeah. translate that to the movies, they got a slam dunk. They did all sorts of great stuff with that. It's a very, I mean, I don't want to say it's underrated, but it's, people should revisit that because they do a lot of great storylines. And the Dark Phoenix storyline from that series is awesome. And they did it right because it was a multiple arc thing. Yeah, So she absolutely. was good and then she turned. Right. Yeah, that's a great intro too. Yeah. <laughs> they do a lot of that with uh, where the animated storylines are so good compared to what they end up pulling out because there was a couple of... Um, uh, Green Lantern movies that were much, much better than, mm. what, than what they ended up with. I mean, they should have just went straight for the Sinestro story like they did. And I think it was uh, Emerald Knights or the or the first uh, Green Lantern movie, uh, animated movie. So, I mean, all these animated storylines, they I don't know if they can just get away with more because they don't have to CG it or anything. I think they're able to take chances. That could be it, too. And it's serialized, so you ain't got to cram the whole story in two hours. Yep. Coming out June 14th, we're revisiting an old universe from, gosh, when was this? The 90s? With the 90s, Men yeah. in Black International. The Men in Black have always protected the Earth from the scum of the universe. In this new adventure, they tackle their biggest, most global threat to date, a mole in the Men in Black organization. All right, let's start with Marty. I've always been a huge Men in uh, Black fan. I love the first one. The second one was okay. I went and saw the third one, and that one kind of got better over time because it had the feels at the end. Uh, that was just really wrapped it up really well. So when I saw that it was coming out with this again, I thought, is it going to be the original cast? Well, it's not the original men in black, but there are some people in there. Wasn't Emma Thompson in in one of the other three movies? I believe so, yes. As, as Agent O? I think it's the third one, yeah. Yeah, and then uh, Chris Hemsworth, Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson was in it too, wasn't he? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they did pull back characters from the other movies. So, and when I saw the trailer, I thought, oh, okay. At minimum, I, this is a, this is a uh, streaming for me. I was really torn between screening and streaming, but I'm going to be cautious and say streaming. Okay, Dan. Uh, I hated, absolutely hated the second one. The first and the third one were good. Obviously, the first one is great. Uh, the second one was was just poo. But when you put together, you know, you've got Valkyrie and Thor in another movie. I'm I'm in. 
So <laughs> I forgot. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and that's really what kind of got me into that because they're they actually really have this really good chemistry. So uh, just seeing them in kind of that Men in Black universe together with that chemistry, uh, I'm going to screen this one. I thought it looked pretty nice. good. But I think it could end up being poo, but I'm looking forward to seeing it. <laughs> um, I've lost interest in Men in Black. And while the trailer kind of brought me back, it's not strong enough for me to go to the theater, see it. I'll admit the cast looks incredible. Looks like be fun, but I- I'm just not going to go to the theater to see this. I'm going to have to stream this one. Chris? There it is. Steam it. Steam wow. it. Don't care. I'd rather watch Thor Ragnarok again. <laughs> a crap of poo. Yeah, it's not going to be good at all. It's just not. It, lo- it has like the new Ghostbusters written all over it. It just looks horrible <laughs> to me. Um, I love the cast. Don't get me wrong. I, I think the cast seems fantastic. But the Men in Black series has just been spotty at best. The first one was great, but the rest of them is just thinking, Ugh. So to reboot the Men in Black and try to just do it this way, literally, I'd rather watch Thor Ragnarok again because they were fantastic in that movie, and I know I can depend on it. Steam it. Down. Oh, oh, wow. There you is. Dang. There it is. He's putting it out there. <laughs> the next movie was one of those that kind of came out of nowhere a couple weeks ago when I saw the trailer. Here's the synopsis. This is pretty short, Tony. You picked a short one here. <laughs> the peaceful town of Centerville finds itself battling a zombie horde as the dead start rising from their graves in Dead Don't Die. Dan, I hadn't heard anything. What do you think? I hadn't heard of this movie until Tony was like, well, we, or Marty or Tony, when the email was like, well, we have to put this one in there. I was like, what is this? I watched this trailer 10 times. I laughed. (laughs) I laughed hysterically every single time. Let me tell you this. When, when it's all said and done and we're like 90, uh, Adam driver is going to go down as a comedic genius. Just his delivery is amazing. He's, he's also one of the best Saturday Night Live hosts that's ever been on. I'm going to have to find that one. I'm going to have to find that one. I haven't watched a whole lot of Saturday Night Live in forever, but uh, this trailer with all the cameos uh, and their deadpan, I mean, Bill Murray and Adam Driver together, I could watch a buddy buddy cop, a, a road trip. I could watch just about anything with those two guys just deadpanning together. So I'm going to, I'm actually going to put screening for this one. I hear you. Chris. Oh, screen all the way. This is my kind of movie. <laughs> we got zombies. This is like Zombieland all over again because mm-hmm. you got zombies. You've got great comedic actors. You've got a fantastic cast. It's like one of those that's a slightly lower budget. Just watching the trailer was cracking me up. I just can't imagine watching this actual movie and seeing all the fun stuff. I mean, just so many weird, like Iggy Pop plays a zombie. It's just weird. <laughs> You know, it's um, I I absolutely. I'm gonna screen this all the way. This this one, I'm hoping to make it to the theater to actually watch because I I love this. Kind I, of I want to put a drop in for our show so that every few minutes we just put Adam Driver going uh, ghouls. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, tell you what, little I know that's Kylo, isn't it? Yep. Yes. Okay. Yep. Thank you. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. Just making sure. Which is a shame because we have to hate him, but I love the guy so much. But you have to hate him as Kylo. He's so good, though. He's just so really good. And I, I know that Saturday Night Live you're talking about, Chris. That was oh, that was. I don't watch many. Either, really, but I did watch that. Oh, one. I did see the skit though with um, Kevin. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, the bosses uh, undercover boss. boss. Yeah. That's oh my yeah, God. yeah. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, that was oh, so good. But um, so I would love to go see this at the theater, but there's no way I can drag anybody. I'm not going to be the lonely weird guy in it, so I'm going to have to. <laughs> I'm going to stream this one, though. I would love to see it at the theater. Streaming for me, Marty. I really can't add much more than than you guys have said. I totally agree. Adam Driver. After I saw Logan Lucky, 
and saw Adam Driver <laughs> in that. I went, holy crap, this guy is hilarious. So you yep. put him with comedic genius Bill Murray about zombies. And Bill Murray, who was also in Zombieland, he talked exactly. about earlier. It's like, oh, yes, screen, 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 screen. I think this, hopefully, I hope this becomes a cult classic, uh, much like... Uh, Oh my gosh, the the comedic uh, uh, zombie movie with Shaun of the Dead. Shaun of the Dead. Oh yeah, Shaun of the you, Dead. You know exactly is great what we're talking about. Shaun of the Dead. I hope this is Shaun of the Dead material. I agree. Yeah, Logan Lucky, aka Redneck Eleven. It totally <laughs> is. Yeah. <laughs> you know what killed me the most about that movie is they they just would they were like in West Virginia. And they said, we're going to drive down to Charlotte. And like 30 minutes later, they were there. It's like, what kind of... It's like, what? Yeah, exactly. Where did they... What road did they take? <laughs> they were back and forth to West Virginia like three times a day. It's like, no. Isn't this like NASCAR country? Yeah. I mean, they got to drive really fast. <laughs> so coming out on, on June 21st, I had mentioned earlier about not wanting to see movies that give me the feels because I don't want to get all emotional. But this is one I'm going to have to go see. Oh boy, here we go. Let me see if I can at least get through the uh, the description here. Woody has always been confident about his place in the world and that his priority is taking care of his kid, whether that's Andy or Bonnie. But when Bonnie adds a reluctant new toy called Forky to her room, a road trip adventure alongside old and new friends will show Woody how big the world can be for a toy in Toy Story 4. And Marty, what do you think? Where are you seeing this in the theater? Or oh, not? I, 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 yes, I've loved every Toy Story movie, and I thought the third wrapped it up so well. I was just like, you know, oh, you know, at the end, that was so good. Thank <laughs> you, that was an amazing run. And when I heard Toy Story four, I went, "You're going back to the well again?" <laughs> and then I thought, and I don't know. And then Tim Allen on uh, one late night talk show said that he couldn't get through the last scene that he had to read because he kept breaking down. And when the actors who are playing the parts get emotional, I'm screwed. Oh yeah. I am just absolutely, I'm going to be losing it in there. So yes, Toy Story 4, I'm, I'm screening and the entire family will be going. And what made it so tough for you, especially you and I on Toy Story 3, that was the time when the kids were going off to college. Yeah, and they grew up. Yep, exactly right. Wow. That was, that was... We related it too much. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, it did. And I will be at the theater, sitting there with Honey, sitting there with Baby Girl. We're going to be watching Toy Store for opening night. That's, that's I will I will pay the extra money for that one alone. Dan, what about you? I'm gonna I'm absolutely gonna screen it. I I really can't oh, wait. Wow. I I'm gonna screen it because well, I mean, it's like you said, it's just a family thing. My kids have grown up with these movies. I'm I'm really really scared that it's not going to be as good as the rest because like you said three wrapped everything up perfectly like they didn't really need a whole lot more so where does this story go now and a lot of the uh, people that had their hands on the whole franchise are not in you know are not tied to this one oh is Lassiter not with it? I don't know Lassiter might be the only one that is but I know a lot of the people that had a lot of the intertwinings in there I was reading an article today about how there this may be the one where this may be the biggest surprise bomb as far as story. I mean, it'll still make a billion dollars, but I mean, it may be one that it just doesn't resonate with people after the fact. So I'm really mm-hmm. kind of surprised. I'm really I'm not surprised. I'm really scared about that, but I'm hoping it's going to be good. But I, I'm, of course, going to be screening it, and it's Toy Story. I love that franchise. 
Kurtman, let me hear the three. Come on. Let me hear you say steaming pile. Yeah, steam. No, I'm just kidding. No, 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 no. Um, In the spirit of what we're doing here, unlimited time and unlimited money, I would would, uh, go to see it on the screen. I'll probably stream it, but you can put a one in that column because it deserves to be a screen. I probably won't screen it, but again, in the spirit of what we're doing here, I think the Toy Story 4, the Toy Story franchise is one of the best of all time. I think that it deserves a one. It deserves to be screened. So I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to screen it. They need to wrap up all the big Pixar type short stories in the, in like the up beginning of the, the best love story ever made on theater with up and then just keep putting story, toy story three and thing and just put them all together. And we could all sit there and just cry the whole time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, this is the funny thing is that the, the most emotional part of up was the first 10 minutes. Exactly. That's After the, that, oh, it yeah. was just a regular show. Well, that's the thing too. You're like, it, I, the first time I watched up, I, I literally was bawling and I'm like, what is this movie going to be like? Can I make it through this thing? And they kind of set you up really high and they kind of like ease you into this adventure story after that, which is really cool. But it's like, it's, it's just the most brutal opening to any movie ever. But I even cried at uh, some of these short stories too. Like that, uh, the dumplings one made me cry too. You know, because you're, you know, as the you apple say, the dumpling game. No, no, the dumpling short. <laughs> that's what I was thinking yeah. when he said dumplings, the apple dumpling game. Boy, that everybody out there, that's a deep cut from about the seventies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. Wait, which one is in it? Who was in it? Uh, Don Knotts and Tim. Conway. Oh, Don Knotts was in it for sure. Tim Conway. Mm-hmm. Yep. Hold on, Every, hold on, hold on, everybody. Okay, everybody, just hit pause, and y'all can go Google Don Knotts and Tim Conway. <laughs> Don Knotts and Tim Conway. Of course, in, uh, in they, they reconnected here, as the detectives three years after that. I don't know if y'all remember the detectives, but that's a really good movie. Anyway, and hey, what was the other one? Leadfoot and Rocket Hat, or whatever the heck that one was. I don't remember uh, what. It was, Thunderfoot, Lightfoot, Lightfoot, Thunderbolt, and Lightfoot, yeah, Gordon Lightfoot. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Limpet. Oh, Mr. Limpet. We're really alien- we're really alienated. Like literally seventy five percent of the audience at this point. But the but ghost, it's great. The ghost and Mr. <laughs> Mr. Ghost and Mr. Chicken. Oh, what was Chicken? Mr. Yes, ghost and Mr. Chicken. <laughs> wow. And and the best <laughs> sitcom part was Carol Burnett's show where he Tim Conway and Harvey Corman, the dentist. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's really, that's a good oh, one. Yeah. But there's also a Mama's Family skit where Tim Conway just slays. Dick Van Dyke's on it, too. Oh, my, and, it's and, just, and everybody loses character and just starts dying laughing. He's, he's talking about an elephant. Yep, the elephant. <laughs> the, the, it's, a, it's a Siamese elephant that are joined at the trunk. And he says, like, they, it, it starts to build up. They're all losing it. And he goes, like, it, it's really bad when they, they try to, like, trumpet. They go, snorky. <laughs> Well, you can't forget uh, private eyes too. All right, so everybody, keep, y'all got videos. Y'all can go Google those who are listening. So, that, so there you go. <laughs> All right, let's move on. All right, so every once in a while, a a movie comes out with such a really cool idea that just the premise alone makes me want to go see it. And that's what is next with the movie. Yesterday, yesterday, everybody knew the Beatles, but today only Jack remembers their songs, and he's about to become a very big deal again. The movie is called yesterday chris uh this one seems really cool i mean it's one of those kind of indie hits uh, that is just going to kind of come out of nowhere but it, uh, when i watched the trailer it was very charming i like the concept behind it um i don't think that this is one that i need to see in the theater but it's definitely one that i will stream uh, because i love these types of, of movies so uh, definitely streaming for me and i'm going to agree with you there chris i'm going to want to stream this one i would 
uh, I, I can't go to the theater because I'm going to sit there and sing along. I'll be like what I was doing in <laughs> Queen and people will be mad at me. So, you know, I, I'm going to have to stream this one as well. Dan? This is one that really won me over with the trailer because when I uh, saw that a trailer came out and I kind of clicked on it and because they've got a couple of things that come up and it gives you like almost premise right away. And then you start watching it. Uh, and this guy, Himesh Patel, he actually is a really good actor who has a he's uh, just real. He's real charismatic, and he has just a way about him that I really liked this trailer, and I thought it was a really cool story. Uh, I want to I want to screen this one because there's something about this movie. There's something about the way it it, it moves me. Oh, <laughs> nice. Oh. <laughs> now I don't I don't think it's gonna be I don't think it's gonna make a lot of money, and I don't think a lot of people. It may not get critical acclaim, but I bet you that when it starts. Uh, streaming, I bet you then it'll be kind of a cult classic or one of those movies that everybody's talking about, like, oh my God, did you see yesterday? It's really cool. Like, I didn't even realize it was out of the theater because nobody will realize it, but I mm-hmm. really think this is going to be a, a, a solid movie. So um, I'm going to throw this one in. I'll, I'll go out of my way for this kind of weird indie. I'm not really a big indie guy at the theater, but I think I'm going to go screen this one. Marty? Uh, yeah, so one of these things that people who didn't understand the, the description, guy gets hurt, comes like out of a coma, and realizes he's the only one that's ever heard of the Beatles and the Beatles like didn't even exist. Mm-hmm. And he's a songwriter and he starts basically marketing songs from the Beatles because nobody's ever heard it and becomes a huge hit. So the, the premise is really cool. And I want to see it just to see, okay, how does it end? Is it, you know, is he still in right. coma? Mm-hmm. How does it resolve and all that? It's one of those things I don't need to see on the big screen because I don't think it'll really add anything on the big screen. But as soon as it comes out on streaming, I am all over it because I just want to see how this whole thing plays out. So streaming for me. Hey, look, it's another superhero movie (laughs) on July 5th, Spider-Man Far From Home. He goes to the UK. <laughs> oh, oh, and maybe Mysterio shows up. Don't even try to bring Spider-Man to Transformer level. Don't. No, 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 I'm not. I'm not. I'm just. I'm just saying that. I mean, you don't need to explain it. It's. It's a Marvel movie. It's Spider-Man, and the premise is he goes like on a field trip, and Mysterio's in it, which is really cool. And I'm gonna have to let the experts explain to me about. I don't remember Mysterio ever being good, but I. You guys. No, but I think that's not. that's the whole point. No, he's of not. The, the yeah, that's the whole yeah. point. Yeah, Mysterio is one of those really super weird. Okay, Mysterio is interesting because he's super lame. <laughs> <laughs> he just is. He he's fish just ball a, on his head. He wears a fishball on his head, and he relies on like magic tricks and illusion. He's illusionist, you know, and special effects artist. And it, it's just like a weird. He 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 wants to be lower tier, like Z list villain type of uh, thing. But but there's something about Mysterio that just charms the pants off of you when you see him show up because you're like, holy crap, it's Mysterio. Let's let's see what Fishbowl Head can do. And then for him to show up in this movie, I'm like, holy crap, this is going to be amazing because I want to make them... Because Mysterio looks awesome in this. I want them to finally make Mysterio awesome, which is... They did that for the Vulture. Mm-hmm. Holy crap. Oh, yeah. Vulture was another lame... The Vulture was the lamest. I couldn't stand the Vulture. It was just this old dude with wings. It's like, what is he going to do against <laughs> Spider-Man? But then they turned Michael Keaton into the Vulture I'm like, holy crap, this is amazing. So they're going to do the same thing for Mysterio, and I think that's the strength of this series. If I'm not mistaken, didn't Mysterio have like two eyes holding the fishbowl along? Well, he had his 
Yeah, he had his all-seeing eyes that yeah. were on his epaulets yes. that held his cape and everything else. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we don't even have to get... I mean, everybody... I know everybody is going to screen this. We don't even need to go through the list, do we, Marty? What are you doing? Oh, I'm, I'm definitely for sure screening this. I see all the Marvel movies uh, in the theater, and I think Jake Gyllenhaal as Mysterio is going to, to do a really good job. Man, it's one of those things I hope they didn't show too much in the trailer. I didn't really need much more than what they showed, so hopefully they don't won't drop too many more. I at least have to avoid them. But yes, screening for me. Chris? Oh, yeah, totally screening. I mean, this is a... This is a no-brainer. I love Spider-Man. I love what they did with Homecoming, and absolutely, this is this is going to be out of the park. Okay, Dan. Tom Holland is one of the best Spider-Men we could we could ever ask for. He's really good. And again, Marvel does a good job with the trailer, uh, kind of giving us a little misdirection, being, oh, well, maybe they're going to take Mysterio in a, a different direction. No, they're not. He's going to be <laughs> he's going to be the bad guy, and he's going to somehow find a way to almost defeat Peter Parker. But everything you know with his friends and him, he'll he'll figure out a way. So I think it's going to be great. I absolutely love. I've I've not really been a real life Spider Man fan, but but Tom Holland has really brought me brought me around in these in these movies. Yeah, I agree with you, Dan. It's a I'll be in the theater as well. Spider Man is my favorite uh, hero there is, and I just. I'm kind of curious where Happy and Aunt May end up. <laughs> no, that's true. I feel happy's in it. So just out of curiosity, Tony, since you're a big Spider-Man fan, which actor do you think has played him best so far? Holland. Really? Okay. Yeah, I'd have to say that. Just just because he, he seems so likable, so he's, he gives me that youth vibe. Yep. So I, I think Holland. Yeah. And Happy can't have her because she's mine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's on the list, man. What's happening here? <laughs> you know, I mean, it's, it's unreal. I'd mentioned this, teased it earlier about live action Disney movies coming out on July 19th, the live action version of The Lion King. Everybody sing with me now. Sedalia, Pennsylvania. No, you needed ya. <laughs> so my daughter's alarm it ha- plays that in the morning. Oh, that'll get you up in a hurry. Yeah, and she she's sorry. I will go see this in the theater. It's one of my favorite Disney, and I, I, this will probably be one of the live actions. I even saw it in um, at Blumenthal here in Charlotte, and that was an amazing production, the play and all. So I'm very interested to see how well they do this um, live action for The Lion King. So I will be seeing it in the theater. Marty. Lion King is one of my favorite all-time animated movies from the Disney. I just thought it was a fantastic story, great acting and stuff. And when I heard they were doing a live action, I went, but usually like live action is like taking the movies with humans in them and there's actors playing it but this is just a lot of cgi animals and i was like there's no way it can be as good as the animated flick i don't need to see this thing i'm talking steaming oh. but, but have you seen all the, the uh did you see the newer trailer that came out I, I think it was fairly recently have you seen that one yeah oh well. I, I, I just don't think i don't need to see a cgi version of this movie i just don't think it's going to add anything for me here's the thing the beauty the beauty and the beast had actual actors and actors and actresses playing and yeah there's some cgi with some of this stuff but it was like you know real people playing and singing the parts this is still just voice actors with animation yeah but the, i think there was maybe one actual human doing anything in beauty and the beast I mean, everything else was fairly heavy CG, but, but I, but I, but I see your point. I see your point. I just don't agree with it. 
but I see your point. <laughs> no, um, I definitely respect your point. See, what I'm dealing with now, so I have uh, a teenager. She's 15 now, and she's driving me crazy because every time something like this comes on, she's like, I, I don't know why they did anything live action. Why do they do anything live action? I'm with her. I'm yeah. like, I'm like, I'm like, Lauren, I, I didn't raise you this way. I raised you to like love movies and love everything about it. I'm like, just give it a chance. And then I actually, when I saw the first trailer, I was like, I don't know. And then I saw the second trailer and saw what they could do with it. And then I don't want to spoil it in case anybody hasn't seen the second trailer, but there's a little part at the end and we've been singing a lot of it. And man, I was rolling laughing hysterical at the end of the second trailer. I think this is going to be, I think this is going to be a huge hit. I think it's going to turn a lot of people around when they actually see it. Uh, Marty, I, I know you said steaming, but but you got to stream this because I, I think it is going to turn you around when you do see it because there's there's a certain heart to this story. Then I'll just watch the original movie. Oh, true. But I'm going to screen it. I'm going to screen this. I, I can't wait to see it. Chris? I'm going to be right in the middle on all this. Um, so whereas I thought that Aladdin looked like a big old pile of junk, uh, I think that The Lion King seems pretty interesting. The, 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 uh, the trailer really turned me around on it. I thought that the animation was really cool. I think that what kind of sells this for me is the fact that The Jungle Book was actually a really good film. And, um, you know, I was a little skeptical about that that one as, as well. But when they redid that as a live action with CGI animals and everything, seeing how they, they captured Baloo and Shere Khan and everything in that movie is what makes me believe that they can pull off doing The Lion King in this style as well. I think it looks good, but I it's one that I would not screen because it's simply I'm just not going to go to the theater to see a live action Lion King because I can just watch the original like Marty said. But it's one that I'll stream when it comes out. Coming out July 26, Quentin Tarantino is back on the big screen. A fated television actor and his stunt double strive to achieve famous success in the film industry during the final years of Hollywood's golden age in 1969 Los Angeles. Starring Brad Pitt, Leonardo DiCaprio, and Margot Robbie, we have Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Kirkman, talk me through this one. Okay, so uh, uh, <laughs> I'm totally screening this one. This is my kind of movie. I'm not a Tarantino fanboy by any means because I could not stand the Kill Bill series. I didn't like it at all. There's one scene in the Kill Bill 1 that I totally love. It's when they, there's a fight between her and Lucy Liu in the snow, which is one of the best cinema, just cinematic moments in history. But the rest of it's crap. But I had a good time with all the rest of the Tarantino stuff, possibly the deception of Jackie Brown. But anyway, we'll leave that on the side. Uh, but I think this one with the cast that it has with with DiCaprio and Brad Pitt and Margot Robbie and especially in the time period that it's set in it's like it's 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 Tarantino's playground to play around the late 60s early 70s of Hollywood and just the trailer just grips you because Brad Pitt's doing his unassuming southern thing that he does really well and DiCaprio's just eating up screen with whatever he does I'll say right now I think it's probably going to be an Oscar worthy wow movie Mm. Okay. I think it is. I really think it is. So I, this is a screening for me. So number one, I think we might have a little bit of hyperbole in that last little little bit there. Maybe, maybe a little. Maybe a little. <laughs> Although I have I have this weird love hate relationship with Tarantino, and it's and it's probably why I can't screen this one. I'm gonna have to stream this one because when I'm watching a Tarantino movie, there's just so much crap going on, and there's there's <laughs> jumps and there's pulls and there's falls. You're like, all right, I gotta rewind this so I can figure out what the hell's going on because the story goes this way and that way, and it's and it's often the the middle is the beginning is the end is the upside. This, down. this is coming from the dude. This is coming from the dude who likes Transformers. By the way, I want everybody <laughs> oh, to do it. Is that, that is that the always? It's always the go by. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. That's not the standard. It's the same right there. thing. Yes, it is. I got. 
gotta stop and rewind and figure out what kind of robot nuts are in my face now. When they're like, I, well, I disavow that second movie. I completely disavow the second movie. Well, okay. Is right. that the one with the dinosaurs? No, that's the no, that's third, third one. one that's the third yeah. one. Isn't and you didn't yeah. disavow um, that one either. That's the twelfth one or whatever. No, I think, actually, that might be the fourth one. Anyway, oh, the man. the difference is the difference is actually I I think this is going to be a decent movie. I just don't think I could could see this when screening uh i'm actually looking forward to streaming it but uh because it's just something about leonardo leonardo dicaprio do when i look at him and see him like older i still feel like he's 20 every time mm-hmm. you see him mm-hmm. he's got that kind of face I'm the yeah. king of the world. <laughs> <laughs> I, but I, I think it'll be decent i don't know if it'll be oscar worthy but uh but tarantino i think hopefully this will be a decent one i'll uh, i'll stream it all right tarantino fanboy talk us tell us what you want to do yeah i mean i do like a lot of tarantino movies i don't like tarantino as a person i think he's a jerk especially mm-hmm. with with some of the stuff that came out from kill bill and how he treated Uma Thurman and all that junk. But anyway, I, I loved Inglorious Bastards. I love Brad Pitt in that. So that's why I'm kind of looking forward to Oh my God, that was him, hilarious. Him come back in, in a Tarantino movie. Uh, I believe Charles Manson's going to show up in this, right? From what I understand, there's the Manson, the Manson families in it. There's a mention. Yeah, there's definitely a mention of the Manson family. I don't know if it's like full on screen stuff, but there's something that's going to yeah. happen with this. Yeah. So I love period pieces. I think the 60s is always fun to visit. So for me, it's going to be screening. I'm a, not a Tarantino fan. Never have been. Never will be. But I am a DiCaprio pit, and I think they will get me to stream this one. Won't go see it in theaters, but it does look like a movie I would enjoy. I especially like when the little girl goes up to DiCaprio in the trailer. You know, best acting I've ever. He starts crying. That you're right, you're right, Chris. He, the man can eat up some screen. He's so good. <laughs> yes, he can. And the last movie on the list, gentlemen, coming out August second. Ever since hulking lawman Hobbs, a loyal agent of America's diplomatic security service, and lawless outcast Shaw, a former British military elite operative, first faced off in 2015's Furious 7, the duo have swapped smack-talking body blows as they uh, tried to take each other down in Fast and Furious Presents Hobbs and Shaw. And Marty, what do you think? Here's the thing. After the second Fast and Furious movie, I've never seen another one. Boo! I know. I know. Here's the thing. They keep coming out and they keep doing really well and good reviews, but I feel like I'm so far behind after Mm -hmm. 64 of them have come out. I just feel like I wouldn't know anybody anymore. But when I saw this, I thought, okay, maybe I don't need to have seen all the previous ones to get this because it looks like, you know, two guys against each other, you know, buddy cop ends up being a buddy cop thing. I like, you know, uh, Stratham and I like uh, uh, Johnson that's going to be in it i'm gonna say streaming but i fear i still won't even stream it but i'm gonna say streaming marty there's been 65 you're forgetting uh fast and furious 65 australian smash you, you forgot that <laughs> <My> one <bad. laughs> that was the direct to dvd that was with jim j bullock and uh and harvey corman yeah, jim j right. bullock oh god there's a deep cut for you <laughs> wasn't 63 the cartoon version or animated version that's, right. that's, that's, that's animated excuse me animated he he actually um, tony put that one as uh, steaming because he still was it was blurry to him as well yeah, yeah. it was right. oh that, god it made me so nauseous uh kirkman <laughs> what do you think oh man i'm screened the hell out of this are you kidding me this is my kind of movie because they don't even need to call it Fast and Furious, but I love that they do because I love the Fast and the Furious series. That is my guilty pleasure. I have never missed a movie. I own them all. I watch them all the time. And I'm going to miss Vin Diesel, obviously, and I'm definitely going to miss Paul Walker. That was uh, Paul Walker was just, for me, 
Like a, a lot of celebrity deaths kind of get you because you follow them and stuff like that. But Paul Walker is just as a genuine person. And when he passed, especially since I'm such a huge fan of this series, it really hurt. So not to be able to see him in other Fast and Furious movies, I think really is, is a big deal for me as a fan. But this one, I mean, who doesn't like The Rock and Jason Statham in an action movie? I mean, this just seems like a no-brainer. Again, they could sell it without the Fast and Furious brand. But the fast the fact that it has Fast and Furious tie-ins to, to the mythology is going to sell it as well. So, yeah. Screening for Dan. Yeah, Chris just summed it up right there because you've got uh, The Rock and Jason Statham together. Now, if you threw Idris Elba in there, you know, since he's mm. in the movie as well, yes, if you just put those true. three oh, I guys. about him being in there. That's right. Oh, I forgot to. T- I'm sorry. I don't mean to interrupt you, Dan, but I forgot to also mention one other selling point for this movie. Vanessa Kirby is in this movie. Mm-hmm. She was the best part of Mission Impossible Fallout. That she makes me feel funny. I mean, that is that is a <laughs> that is a woman. So, no, is this a woman who like when she's on the screen, it's magnetic. But she's so it's just it's unbelievable how beautiful she is and how what her acting was in Mission Impossible Fallout. So I can't wait to see what she does in this. Sorry, Dan, oh, sorry. I was just gonna say you just put these three guys together and just just throw in another. You know, put Charlito Copley back in here and we'll just get the A-team again. Just get those four guys. It was just any sort of team-up action movie. I'd be all together. Even though Idris Elba is apparently the bad guy in this. It don't matter. This is going to be a kind of a fun one. I can. I lost track 30 movies ago, just like Marty, where I don't really care that it's Fast and the Furious. I just think that uh, it'll be a fun little action romp, but I'm still going to stream it. I couldn't be bothered going to see it in the, in the big big screen. There's not really that much of a draw to see it, to, to screen it. You wound me. <laughs> <laughs> I expected that from Marty, but I did not expect that from you, Dan. You there's a big me. theme to this to this uh, this year's thing, but I'll wait till after you're done. I'll, it's just interesting that you because you, you kind of you summed it up right there. See, for me, you and I have always been seeing eye to eye when the rock, the charisma, the minute he takes the screen, it's like I'm smiling. I can feel the energy. He just brings it to the the theater, and I will be screening this one and i haven't seen any of them since the first one but this one i think that's so far apart from the other ones that i won't feel lost i will enjoy it i will sit down it will start up i will start smiling the minute this thing hits the hits the screen and i won't stop until it ends i i'm going to enjoy this one this will be my end of the summer guilty pleasure for movies i'm excited for it. i mean and oh god i can't the, the name just left me the um one about um the WWE female wrestling that he was in, uh, fighting it with the family. Is that it? Did y'all see that one this past? Uh, yeah, I think you're just making stuff up. No, man. I'm not. Yeah, seriously. I don't know what you're talking about, but sounds cool. <laughs> okay, go check that one out. It's about the female wrestler who took over um, the WWE and her. It, it was a really good, and he was in there, and he was outstanding. It's the rock charisma. Go see this in the theater, people. <laughs> wow. Now he's telling people what to do. Wow. All right. Yeah. Speaking <laughs> of tell, telling people what to do, Tony, why don't you give us a rundown of all these movies that we just went through? 17 movies. Give us the breakdown of everybody's screening, streaming, or steaming count. Well, we've got a change in 2019. We, we are 2019, aren't we? We've established that. I think that. so. <laughs> yeah, okay. All year. All last right. last to check. Right, yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, so we've got a, sort of a swap here. Normally, it's it's we have some more steaming, but not this year. Marty is going to go to the theater 10 times. He's only going to stream four, and he said there are three steaming picks in this year's list. Sounds about right. Yeah. Now, Mr. Kirkman, <laughs> who usually has numbers reversed, he's going to the theater <laughs> nine times, but he's streaming six with his favorite beverage of choice, the Jameson, and... <laughs> He's only having two steaming. 
And of course, Dan can't leave his buddy behind. Also, nine, six, and two. Hold on, no, 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 Tony, you actually flipped that. I did. Dan is nine, six, and two. That's what I have Chris down for too. Nine, six, and two. No, Chris is uh, ten, five, and two. Oh, I must, I must have mistyped. I'll have to go back and, and verify. No, my... you just didn't refresh the screen or something. <laughs> I'm not even using the Google Drive. I'm using my own personal. Oh, you should sheet. be. <laughs> because I, it's correct. Yeah, I've been updating it with every pick. Yeah, so I, I mistyped one of his, and I will find out my error of my ways. And I, of course, am 8-8-1. Eight, eight, and one. So anyway, Chris is 10-5-2, 10 screening, 2 steaming. Hmm. Which what is we- actually, it's interesting because it's kind of a reversal because I think, Marty, aren't you usually the least screening most years? No, no. Usually Chris is the least screening. Marty and I usually lead, and you're in the middle. I think it's the first time I've led steaming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's probably true too. I usually have a few good steaming ones when we come up. These are all. I mean, I think it's it's a good summer. Yeah, it seems like yeah. it's a pretty good. You summer. Know, the, I yeah. do have one one little bad thing that not bad. It's just a little disappointing thing about this summer, and I don't think it has anything to do with the movies we picked. There's not a lot of good female leads this summer. It's true. It's not that I don't like the female leads in these other movies, but I just don't see a lot of female lead movies out there. there i mean well there's there's a uh some that we didn't cover but yeah the ones that we talked mm-hmm. about there sure isn't a lot well there's some strong female leads i think in godzilla actually oh that's Not true the oh that is themselves. true yeah, yeah. rodin's a female oh yeah <laughs> well 13's in that or I'm not yeah, 13, 11. No, not 13, 11. 11. Now 13. <laughs> it's yeah. a, or it's not 13. It's 11. <laughs> 11, <now>. yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we just finished our picks. What we're going to be doing next is we're going to be doing our big fantasy draft. But first... A word from our sponsor. One of our favorite games on this show is Robinson Crusoe from Portal Games. And just recently, they've announced and come out with an expansion, Mystery Tales, which is currently on pre-order. We were so excited to get an early copy of this. And if you want to hear all about it, make sure to come back and check out episode 170, where you give you we give you some of the details on Mystery Tales. But if it's something that you're interested in, go out, pre-order it now. We're now going to be going down to South America. There's a bunch of weird stuff going on. It's a totally different environment. I can't wait to talk about it. Tony, you and I are going to have to share about We're going to have to talk about it, but not share any of the story. That won't be hard because I'll probably have forgotten most of it. Uh, there we go. So if you want to, you can go pre-order this over at portalgames.pl slash in or Tony, the new address. Oh, you threw it back to me at portalgamesus.com. All right, welcome back to the Rolling Dice and Taking Names Fantasy Movie Draft, where we pit our wits against each other and try to pick the best movies that are going to happen this summer. Who's going to make the most bang for the buck? We know that there are some definite go-tos here, but just as a reminder, this is a serpentine draft. The loser from last year, myself, Tony, (laughs) will get to have the first pick. (laughs) Yay! Who's going second? Is it Marty? I believe so. All it is Marty. Right. All right. And then coming up third is Mr. Kirkman, right? Yes. Looking forward He's to looking it. looking forward. And then the winner from last year, Dan Patrice, still wearing the crown. Man, take Wait, that. Wait, didn't, I didn't hear that. Say that again. Wearing the crown. Take it off your head, dude. Yes, baby. Woo-hoo-hoo. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Enjoy it while you can, big boy. But well, I ain't right. winning this year, but... <laughs> 
So, the, uh, so as Mari said at the beginning of the show, the rules are simple. Um, our first three picks are going to be from the list that we've already discussed, and we'll probably go back over again for some odd reason. And then we'll have a dark horse, one that was not on the list, and we'll discuss why. I get to pick. That dark horse is a separate contest. You kept trying to add it in last year. Because I think it should be, <laughs> but I'm fine. I'll, I'll, no, I'll, no, because it's, it's such a... It won't make hardly a difference because those are the movies that probably won't do that well. I know, but it's always good. I understand your point. Fine. We'll do it that way this year, too. I just want a second way to win. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, fine. Well, for, for the record, last year, even with the Dark Horse, it didn't didn't matter at all. True. That's Yeah, exactly. That's true. I mean, my Dark Horse only finished six million below your Dark Horse. So that was pretty tight last year. So that was pretty good. All right. So I've got the first draft. And yes, while last year, Avengers didn't pull in as much as Dan's did, I'd be an idiot, a complete fool, if I did not say Adventures in game for my first pick. I'm done. And you won't hear my voice again for the next 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we have a tradition here in our fantasy draft. Go animated, baby. Do not underestimate the cartoons on the movie screen, which is why I'm going to pick Toy Story 4 for my second, for the first pick. It, it failed me a few years ago, wow. but it's a good way to go. For sure. Well, I mean that this is crazy because like it leaves me with three really good picks. Yes, it does. And keep in mind, Chris, when you do this, Dan's going to wrap around, and that gives him a huge bump. Huge. Yep. I yep. know he does. He's going to be left with like no matter what I choose here, he's going to be left with two really solid mm-hmm. movies to go. Chris, with. don't pull up Patrice. Don't don't screw this up. <laughs> no, it's going to be it's going to be bad because I've got my I've got my favorite. I've got my gut pick, and then I got the one that I think will make the most money. I <laughs> I don't honestly know. I I mean, how can I go against Spider Man? I mean, it's it's Spider Man. It's it's going to be it's a Marvel property. Everybody loves Spider Man. I I'm really tempted to pick one of the other two. I didn't think Spider Man would make it to me. To be honest with you, uh, Toy Story was a surprise pick, Marty. I I yeah, I'm gonna lock in Spider Man. Wow, you might have just given me a shot to win this this year. Well, I'm telling you, no matter what choice I made, dude, you're gonna have two really good ones to go back to back. I'm picking the Lion King first and foremost. Yeah. Whoa. Nice whoa. Whoa. Nice, nice pick. That's good. Nice pick. Without Solid. a doubt. Traditionally, traditionally, Lion King is a huge property. You can't go wrong with Disney. That's four Disney movies right there. <laughs> that, that's that's <laughs> it's true. true. It's true. Well, they're going to make a lot true. of money this summer. They're going to make a lot of money this summer. Yep. Uh, this one is a little harder because, uh, you know what? I'm going to put my money in my pick where my mouth is. And I'm going to take Aladdin right after the Lion King because I'm saying the live action of cartoons is going to bring so many people, young and old, to the theater to see them both. So mm. I'm going to go Lion King and Aladdin back mm. to back. That is five straight Disney movies. Whew, that's crazy. Well, allow me to break it up. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so there are still two picks left here that I think are super solid. <gasps> One of them stars Ryan Reynolds. Please, no! <laughs> but no, 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 Marty, I think you're going to get it because I have to I have to go with my gut on this and I'm going to go, go Godzilla. Nice. Yeah, dude. If if you hadn't, I would have done the other. Exactly. Which leaves me with, uh, I tell you, I can't go wrong with the Pokemon franchise and Ryan yeah. Reynolds, Pokemon Detective Pikachu for my second pick. I may regret that decision that I just made, but we'll see how it goes. But 
anyway, I think it's a super great choice. Yeah. Leaving me with the scraps in the, I mean, this is the bottom of the barrel now. So <laughs> can, can I just go ahead and say right now, I don't think Tony's going to win this. There's no way. <laughs> <laughs> because the, the, the wraparound that Dan just did is not, I don't think those two are going to beat whatever you pick right here plus end game. There's no way. Yeah. There's no way. It's tough. It's I, tough. I mean, it's a runaway leader episode. There's a, I mean, it's just this, this sucks. I got a feeling that Aladdin might like, <laughs> let me down, but I, I had to give it a shot. No, I don't think it's going to. And see, I'm sitting here going back between three of them. I'm thinking, all right, will people be so tired of it, that, of the stuff? X-Men is going to be terrible, but will they give it a chance? How about Rocket Man or Men in Black? Good God. I know which one of those two I'd go with. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I hear you. I hear you. Even though I put it as a as a steaming pile of poop, I still think Men in Black's got the name. <laughs> yeah, well, that's gonna make some money. I think. But I get to wrap around. So what I'm going to do? Oh, that's true. So yeah. what I, what I'll do is I'm going to go ahead and, and grab Rocket Man because I think everybody's going to hopefully pull in the Bohemian Rhapsody. God, please don't yep. be a steaming pile of poo. And then I'm going to follow it up with um, MIB. Nice, solid, All right, Marty. Oh, Tony, Tony. That really sucks. <laughs> um, oh my gosh. I've got two picks right here. Whichever one I don't pick, Chris, you'll take the other, I think. I think. <laughs> Probably if we're in the same wavelength, then we usually are on these things. Because of it's my love, and I'm going to go with the heartfelt pick, Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Already but picked. Chris, oh, Chris well, took that. I already took it. I am not going to say Godzilla, King of the Monsters. <laughs> So I should write this stuff down. <laughs> God. Okay, well that that makes my pick easy. Fast and the Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. Oh, oh you man. you punk! I was gonna take that one. Oh, that makes my choice really hard. Actually. Oh my God, I'm so screwed. <sighs> All right, so let's break down the things we got left here that have any chance of making any money we was, money whatsoever. So once upon a time in Hollywood's Tarantino, it's going to make some money, but how much is the question? He's, he's ne- it's an R-rated movie, and he never makes a lot of movies. Right, he, exactly. Yeah, he has some acclaim, but usually after the fact. Right. So how many Lord of the Ring freaks are going to make it? To- well, and that's that's the problem. It was Tolkien could be good, but it, again, it's a biopic. So it's like it's not going to bring in a bunch of the, the Lord of the Rings freaks unless they really beef up the amount of you know like intertwined scenes that that show lord of the Rings stuff so that's gonna be tough um bright burn is just a wild card because yep. you never know if people are going to be going to it or not dark phoenix mm, i mean it's x-men it's x-men i'll go i'll go with dark phoenix. oh my god can i go off the board for this pick? <laughs> nope, not the, not on this pick. <laughs> I can't go off the board for this pick because there's a movie. Only the Dark Horse. Uh, uh-uh, uh, only the Dark mm-hmm. Horse. Mm-hmm. Oh <laughs> my god. Oh, you guys. Holy cow. <laughs> um, this is tough. Um, is, is somebody writing this down somewhere? I, I, I actually, I have, it in, I have it in a spreadsheet. I'll cut and paste it into your master sheet. And I've got it on my spreadsheet, so we're good. All we have are kind of these lower type movies that that are yes, left. It's true. Well, welcome to the end of the draft, Dan. <laughs> hey, Dan, I don't, I don't think Godzilla's been taken yet. <laughs> <laughs> can, can I take, uh, can I take Pokemon? Can I, I can take I? Godzilla? <laughs> Godzilla's a good pick. I'm telling you. <laughs> All right. Um, well, if I'm not allowed to go off the board, then I'm going to have <laughs> no. to just go ahead and Tarantino for uh, 
Once Upon a Time in Hollywood to finish up the... I think that for your choice, that or Dead Don't Die was probably the best choice. Yeah, I just don't think that's going to make much money either, but it'll be a good movie. But the nice thing about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is it's the end of the summer and it's not going to go up against a lot. Well, and that's the thing. It kind of goes up a little bit against The Lion King because so many people will be going to The Lion King. Oh, that's true. They'll have to go to something when they've seen that a few times. Yeah. (laughs) All right. But so we wrap back around. Dan, Dark Horse All right. Well, son of a gun. I know what you're going to do. This sucks. This is a movie that I hated the first one of. Just absolutely hated the first one of this movie. Oh, dang it, Dan. Dan wins. We don't need to make a pick after this. I'm just telling you, he wins with this pick. So the Secret secret Life of Pets 2. There it is. Yep. That's why I wanted to be my third pick. Just to go off the board for it, because it it's gonna make. Yeah, I think it's gonna make a lot of money. It's honestly, guys, we can stop at this point because <laughs> of the movie. Everything. Yeah, that's it. There is uh, nothing gonna top that. I don't know. No. Nope. I don't know. I don't I don't think think so. There are two other picks on here that I think might sur- surpass. I'm with it. Chris. I don't know which one I'm going with right now, but I think I'm. I think this is going to sound insane. The one well, I'm pick, pick it because you're going to take mine. I bet. Door the Explorer. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> that trailer. I'm watching it. I'm like, what am I watching? Did, did you have to do some PCP before you watched that trailer? Was it not the weirdest <laughs> thing you've ever seen? It's so weird, but at the same time, it's the perfect time perfect. to release a Door the Explorer movie where she's in high it's school. Perfect. It's also. It is. Go- I am surprised it didn't make our list. Dora's grown up. It is going to draw in the people who watched it growing up when they were little. This is going Absolutely. to be. This is the winner, Marty. Dora the Explorer. That was no mine. way. Yeah, nope. Secret Life's a pet. Marty, no I don't. Way. I don't know what kind of crack you have in the water down there in Charlotte. I'm glad you don't drink it. <laughs> <laughs> crap. So it's to me. Mm-hmm. I am torn between two. Okay, it doesn't matter. I can talk about both of these. So John Wick is always a pretty good hit. Yeah. Uh, yep. cha- chapter three, yep. Parabellum. But you know what? Another movie we didn't talk about, I'm surprised we didn't talk about, was Shaft. The, the, that was my second pick. The yep. trailer for Shaft, I thought, was hilarious. It, it was really funny. I think it'll do really well, especially since it has three generations of Shaft in it. Yeah, I think you've talked me into it. I'm going to go Shaft. I think Shaft will be yeah. a decent movie. I just don't know if it has box office power. It's more one that I think people will discover when they stream right. it, but I do think that it's a very strong movie, and, and had Dora not been there, Shaft would have been my choice for sure. Alright, so Tony, show us all wrong. Uh, I can't, because Chris took mine. I thought for sure nobody was going to take Dora. <laughs> I I didn't even research <laughs> beyond that because I'm like, these guys are just going to discount the mess out of that movie and there's no reason for me to even look. <laughs> there's no reason. So now this puts me in a conjure. Y'all don't, you still got Angry Birds th- uh, too. And Playmobil. <laughs> Playmobil. Playmobil the movie. Oh, Playmobil. Yeah, there you go. Or 47 Meters Down, the oh, uncaved. Hold on. The New Mutants. That's one comic movie we didn't talk about. Uh, yeah. Oh, and it, actually, I don't know if, I bet you that gets moved back again. No, it, that's kind of there's some buzz about that happening. Nah, uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm leaning between two movies right now, and um, well, you can tell us because we not, can't yeah, steal them uh, exactly. I'm reading. I'm leaning towards either Ugly Dolls. I don't even know what that's about. It's a huge t- uh, toy franchise. It's a big franchise. Okay, it's a huge toy franchise. That's got the kid appeal. That's yeah, got the kid kid appeal. And the other one, let me find it again. Where did it go? Oh, where'd you go? Oh, well, I can't find it now. You can see if people want to see Drax in, uh, in a different movie. And mm. Stuber, which actually, yeah, right. actually yeah. made me laugh. Yeah, that did. That was kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, oh, John Wick. Hey, go with the Child's Play remake. Yeah, I saw that. And, uh, I tell you what, we're going, we're going to put our money. I haven't picked any, so I'm going, I'm going to say 
ugly dolls. It's early in the season, so maybe mm. it can pull some money money for me there and, and carry me forward. I, I don't think it's going to beat Dora. I don't see where Dora's going. Secret Life of Pets, too. Mm, that's going to be a tough one, but I think Dora's got it. You think Dora's going to beat Secret Life of Pets, too? I do. Absolutely. Absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. I don't, I, uh, I don't know, dude. I, I guess, you know, Dora was never a thing in our house, so I just don't know how big she is. Dora's so huge. Mm, big. Just a huge franchise. As long as the monkey, the the CGI monkey isn't too bad, and like it's got a small head versus a big body like Captain America. Hey, that's that's boots. <laughs> that's boots. <laughs> yeah, boots. <laughs> well, gentlemen, that wraps up another episode of screening, streaming, or steaming our fifth year. Uh, what a Woo-hoo. great show, guys. That that was a lot of fun. It only gets better with age, just like Marty and Tony. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's, that, that, that's true. And if you want to follow the progress, what you can do is you can go to our B, uh, BGG Guild 1589, where Tony, like maybe once a month, will update uh, everybody's progress as the movies come out and track the totals and see who's winning. And we'll, we close this off at the end of September. That way we make sure all the movies are kind of out of the theater by then. And then uh, we will have a winner guys. Just real quick. Who do you think is going to win this with the movies that's, that's been listed? Everybody make your me. Picks. Absolutely me. Oh, it's Tony. It's Dan. it's Dan. No, it's me. I got the best mix of everybody in the middle. I got it. I'm calling it right now. I'm going to point. I'm pointing to center field. And <laughs> I'm calling you, a shot. I'm calling a shot. Yeah, because that X-Man Dark Phoenix is going to carry you, baby. <laughs> hey, it won't hurt. Let's put yep. it that hey, way. Remember, Dora doesn't count towards your main event. I know. I wish she did because, man, she would She would just elevate me so much. It's, it's going, That Dark Phoenix is going to carry you like the Dark Tower did. Look, all I'm telling you is I really, really am sad that we don't have a sausage party, too. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, Chris actually found the two best female leads in the whole summer. I did. Dora and Dark true. Phoenix. And Dark That's Phoenix, true. yeah. That's true. Yeah. And you even got Godzilla, so you got Eleven in there, too. Yeah. This show is a guilty pleasure of uh, Marty and I. We, we love doing this show with you guys. Thank you so much for taking time out. Hey, this is my, my guilty pleasure, getting on here and talking movies with you guys, even though I don't understand half the things y'all are saying about the comics. <laughs> I, still enjoy I still enjoy this. That's why I got to have you on, guys, because Tony doesn't keep up with the pop culture and the movies and stuff. So this is my <laughs> only time I get to like actually talk about actors and actresses and directors and stuff like that. Because Tony just like, whatever. Uh, yeah, it was fun. I gotta say it's it's always uh, it's a highlight of our year. We we talk about like during the rest of the year, we always say, well, when we get back on with Marty and Tony, we'll have to bring this up and stuff like that. So, so we'll definitely have to either uh, do another show in the fall or or definitely. I've been we've been trying to get up with you guys to get on our show, so we'll have to yep. real soon and also in the fall. And and let's make it a point to have a meal or play a game in a, a Gen Con. I know uh, Tony, we won't see you at Origins. It's gonna break my heart. Nope. I'm sorry, but, uh, yeah. but we'll have to. I'll still see you too, Marty, at, uh, at Origins, but um, but at Gen Con for sure. We just need to make a uh, special trip and just come to Raleigh. Y'all come here one weekend. We're three hours apart, guys. I know. I know it's ridiculous. Hours away to see each other. And, and when I drive so much for hockey, three hours is like you blink and you're there. So before we get out of here, talking about other people's shows and everything, Dan, tell us where we can find you and your show. Well, you can find us at the Geek All Stars Podcast. Uh, it's a ton of fun. We do a lot of drafts and we we try to mix in board gaming and, and non-board game related stuff. Uh, I've also been doing uh, top five. Express Board Games Edition on the Major Spoilers uh, 
uh, network, and uh, as well as uh, I've been doing the Munchkin Minute, which is a little bit of a new show on uh, on that Major Spoilers Network too. So check those out as well. And Chris, where can people find you? Well, you can always find me on the Geek All Stars until Dan kicks me <laughs> off at some point. Um, but yes, uh, I also record a podcast called The State of Games with TC Petty the Third and Daryl Louder. We cover a lot of board gaming news and insider uh, baseball kind of stuff and, and game design. So follow that. You can also always, always, always find me on Twitter at Dice Hate Me. If you want to talk to me, that's the best place. Oh, to find and me. I am at Geek Jock Blog because I'm stuck in 1990 and I use the word blog and I haven't changed my Twitter <laughs> handle yet. <laughs> so yes, at Geek Jock Blog. Hey, we just got you off AOL, no, so exactly. we're thinking that is a success. <laughs> yeah, that was heart wrenching. Well, I still keep it. I still keep it, but it's so it's so emblazoned with spam now that it's you know it's easy to tell people, hey, it's just Patrice at AOL dot com, but. Because, you know, you go anywhere else, you have to put like letters and numbers after your name and stuff. But so it was easy for about 30 years. Now I'm now I'm transitioned over to Gmail. And would you believe I still get grief about using Gmail? What? No. Yeah. What? Yeah, people were like, oh, who uses Gmail na- emails anymore? Uh, everybody. Know, that's what I said. <laughs> yeah, grief. They must use Hotmail. <laughs> GeoCities. Angel fire. Can we go back and talk about Tim Conway some more since we're going down that way? Yes. Let me let me go get my wife. She's a huge fan of all of those those old actors from from back in the day. Man, I I, every night I watch Hogan's Heroes on Me TV. I oh I love that. (laughs) I know nothing. Oh, I know nothing. (laughs) Yeah, you are the Schultz of the show. Well, well, close us out, Marty, because i got to go roll some dice and take some names. Thanks for listening. If you would like to discuss the show with us, come join our BGG Guild 1589, or you can follow us on Twitter at Dyson Names, Instagram Dyson Names, or come like our Facebook page, Roll Dice Take Names, where we discuss topics each and every week. Come back next episode for our regular gaming episode, which ends up just being a lot of background noise. Help. I need somebody. Help. Not just anybody. Help. You know, I need someone. Help. Help. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was beautiful. And if you didn't find the accessories you needed over at miniaturemarket.com, be sure to head over to thebrokentoken.com where you can pick up some incredible game organizers that can even speed up your setup time that much better or that quicker. (laughs) You know what I mean. It can make your game on the table show up sooner. So you don't have to sit there and say, like, wait while I set this up. Be sure to check out all the great organizers and accessories that they have at thebrokentoken.com. (laughs) 